We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with old man Andres Hale. As you guys can see, if you're watching on YouTube, none other than Swerve is in the house. Last time he joined the show, it was via video. Today's in studio. Shout out to Blue Wire Studios here at the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. AEW's in town. All the pro wrestlers. Pro wrestlers, not pro superstars, wrestlers, yes. yeah. are in town. People are through the studio all day. I had to creep into the studio before Dan Housen was out there. He almost cursed me. It's that type of weekend here in Vegas. Tons of pro wrestling. Three shows this weekend, all on pro wrestling. We appreciate it. But listen, man, you had to kick it off. You had to be the first person on the desk because the match you just put on, before we get to anything else, the match hey. at Triple Threat... I wasn't even watching live. I see this man over here tweet about it. I was like, hold on, hold on. I had to stop what I was doing and go and watch this match. I had to catch it on the West Coast stream, on the West Coast feed, because we're three hours late on regular TV. I had to find the match, and it lived up to everything everyone was saying, man. Man, thank you. Thank you. That's a high praise right there. Oh, man. I don't know. I was just doing what I do. Like like I said, I don't even, like, hype myself up for matches like that. I got to be calm and relaxed and laugh. I got to joke with Keith. I got to push him around. <laughs> then I'm like, I hear my countdown. I'm like, hey, uh, see you out there. And then I go out because I want to take that same energy through the curtain with me that I'm joyous, like swagging, like loose, fun energy. And then the fans feel the same thing. And then I, I take that into the match with me. I don't like to like hype myself up and get all like, Oh, I got to take like five energy drinks and uh, snort pre-workout <laughs> before I go out there. I can't do that. <laughs> Look, man. So some people going to listen to the show will be after Double or Nothing. Because mm-hmm. We won't talk about exactly what's going to happen. But the triple threat was amazing. Thank but you. I want to I go back because me and you have had like small degrees of separation for That's years now. That's how this industry now. works. Yeah. yeah. And, and now finally we get to be in the flesh. We text. We talk. Yeah. But it's like I, before we even start, I want to give you your flowers because, bruh. It's not like you just started doing this shit. You've been in this game for a while. And I feel like before the show even started, we were talking about it. It seems like you've been signed to AEW for, like, years, the, the things that you've done. You dropped an album, went to the Grammys, you're having these crazy matches. 
Yeah, your podcast with Tony Khan. Yeah, then fashion. Yeah, Jeff Hamilton. Yeah, like, like you're like, doing you're doing all these things. So it's like, I want to say it's about time, but sometimes it's about time is right on time. So perfect. I'm giving you flowers right perfect. now because everything that you're doing, mwah, Thank chef's you. kiss. Man. Thank you. How do you got enough time in the day? Because you you are everywhere. Um, it's about managing it, and I it's honestly having the best team around me with the podcast going on, like. It's not just me editing videos all day. There would be no way I'd be able to accomplish other things or get my mind focused on all the other things I have to do, especially like with like being an in-ring competitor. That you got to fo- focus on that alone is a lot tougher than a lot of people put credit out there for, you know. Um, but having the right team to be like, hey, Teasy, uh, send that email to so-and-so. Hey, Mike, are you able to uh, get these graphics loaded up and send that email to what's the name? Hey, um, what's the name? I need I need a beat sent to me by uh, tonight. Get yeah. that done. Boom. So, so that right there, that's like three people moving on three different paces. So whatever comes to me first, when I set those like little assignments out, that's what I'm tackling. And I tackle that. And then wrestling is like, that's an ongoing thing. That's like, this is like on, uh, not autopilot, but it just moves in. A, it's just ever growing in the back of my mind because it's not about like, I don't think wrestling anymore. I think human interaction. I think, um, uh, what what's logical, and then I go based off of that because that's because as humans we always just we're reacting we right. react yeah. react react act react, you know. So that's what wrestling is to me now. Like like oh what are we doing tonight? I'm like what are you doing tonight? <laughs> 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 like oh what, what, what would you do in the city? What would you do in the city? What was the city? Do? What's the city doing? Yeah. Uh, do I react to the, do I act in the city or do I react to what the city's giving me? What's the crowd giving me? You know. And then that's how it just flows effortlessly. You know, the other thing is, uh, I mean, you represent for the culture. I try to. I try to. Yeah, you don't try. You do a pretty damn good job. <laughs> Appreciate I it. mean, realistically, like, over the past, I want to say about five years, we've had a lot of conversations about black wrestling Twitter and yeah. African-American wrestlers and are they being held back? And how you've carved out your own space in mm. this, where it's like you're not restricted to just being a pro wrestler. You're branching out. You're doing you're doing things. When did this become a, a not a reality, but when did you start thinking like this outside of the box where it's not just what you're doing in the ring, it's about everything you're doing outside of the ring? Uh it was uh honestly Montezzi is the one that planted that seed in my brain. And I didn't know what he was really doing first. It was just like we had all these interests like music and like acting and music videos and uh all these other things that just like like comedy, like all these things that like kind of have their own lane, but in the same sense, they're all entertainment, and they all, like, we all go off the same beats and vibes. Wrestling and music goes off the same beats and vibes. So does a, a movie, you know, uh, so does um, comedy. They base, their, they're reactive. If the crowd's giving you a reaction and you dive deeper into that, then it gets louder, and you dive deeper into that joke, you know, like, it's the same thing. So when we started the podcast, we were just sitting on beanbags going on IG Live and Facebook Live, cracking jokes, and it was just me and him. Then it was like, all right, let's get, do some DVDs. And then Sammy Callahan came in. We talked with High Spots, got some DVDs made with Swerve Talk, which is still on High Spots and stuff. Or And so and so now we, met, we knew that was possible, just knowing, like, okay, that wasn't as hard as we thought it was. Why does nobody do this? Oh, okay, so let's – Let's try this. And then he brought in some friends, and I then uh, my, my homie uh, Mike the Goat. We uh, he was actually named that by Bailey when she was on. Mm. So she named like Mike the Goat over here. She's like, so you Mike the Goat from now on. Bailey just christened you <laughs> Mike the Goat. 
So um, he moved from L.A. We did some work in PCW Ultra, so he moved from L.A. He's living in Orlando now. So he's like, you part of the team. So he's just literally assembling the team. And then, like, uh, all of us working together at the same time, we all had the same thought process, and they all everybody played their role. Yeah. It was like now we, and then um, X, our homie X, came in and started doing – uh, social media, so he gets the clips for the social media, and that's why you see those like little three, four minute yep. clips of like us talking with Tony Khan now and stuff. That was X, and he does a lot of those like the garage, um, those like rap verses that I do and stuff. That's an X project right there. So um, it's literally was just, oh man, with the, we're like this is all st- we're starting five right here. We're like Golden State. Everybody plays their role. Sometimes I got to back up and drop twelve. And the tease is going to drop 30 tonight. Mm. I was going to ask you, yeah. Steph. <laughs> I mean, oh. It's interchangeable. It, it, uh, essentially, I would be Steph, but. He's Clay. But, but, like, but, sometimes Clay's go off for 60. Yeah, like, you know there's, some, there's times, like, Clay will drop 14 threes on you. And you'll <laughs> right. be like, what? What? Hold up. What's going on? We was focusing on Steph. I'm like, well, you should have been watching Clay. Because Clay's doing some things. And then, you know, then, like, literally, we just all rotate and move and like nobody had, there's no ego involved. Mm. You know, I have no problem shouting out like, "Oh, I didn't do this. That was so and so. That was Sai. Sai killed it. Like, put him up front." And now Sai has his own page on under the Swerve City Podcast brand, doing movie reviews and stuff. And I'm like, "You host it, Sai. I'm just here." Yeah. You know. So that and so that with the unselfishness of the group, and um, knowing we made mistakes, fix those mistakes, keep moving forward, no matter what. Even if we like boom, have a little hiccup, we still keep moving forward. It doesn't matter. So we keep pushing forward and try to do bigger and better. Then we bounce ideas off of each other. doesn't matter whose idea is good, bad, or whatever, or has the best idea. Boom, put it on the board. We're moving forward with that. And you take lead on it. Boom. Is that something you do in pro wrestling as well? Yes. Because I I see that same, like, unselfishness, right? Like, you never shied away from being in a group. Like, you came into NXT, you were evolved, like, the biggest thing, and, evolve and then you came in and you're like all right cool like i'm gonna go in a group i go in a group or now you and keith and i hear this all the time by AEW fans like they're too good to be tag teaming yeah it's just like oh why these matches are dope see that's the that's the thing when we talk about culture like there's so many times where it's okay for these group of people to do something but when we these group of people do the same thing it's like no it's it's unfathomable idea so it wasn't okay for Kenny Omega and Adam Page to be two single stars holding tag team championships, right? Right. Yep. But when uh, Swerve and Keith do it, like they don't, no, they need to be single stars. I'm like, y'all just had like probably two of the best tag champs ever in the company were two single stars. Yep. Right. So like, why do we move the goalposts for certain people? Because are we visualizing us in a different realm, or there's just like a different criticism for how we go through things? Like it's it's just, it's just certain things I notice, Ooh. and it's a fine line we can run with that. You know, yeah. but you know it's different with us, I, right? I see it. I, I'm, but I don't say nothing on social media. I like, all right, I'll let y'all talk. I was about to ask you that. How much do you pay attention to what's said? Oh, about I see everything. It? You see everything. I see everything. You just don't comment. I see everything. Anymore. Yeah, you're, you're aware. Oh, I'm aware, and I keep receipts on all y'all talking. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see everybody talking, and I'm like, got you. I heard what I heard, like. All you JD from NYs, all you Jim Cornettes, all you like uh, Fightfuls, and all you guys. I'm like, I hear all y'all talking. Mm. Does I do I respond to it? No, but you do keep, I, you keep a tab. I keep a tab. 
<laughs> I keep a tab. Because like, pay. like I said, like my favorite thing to do right now in this industry is like, oh, I'm going to make you look dumb. We've been I'm doing gonna, that. I'm going to make you look dumb. I want to go back. And I, mm-hmm. I, before we really dig into like all the whole NXT call up and all that, when you first showed up to NXT and Kevin can test this, I had a big concern about you. I didn't mm-hmm. know, I didn't think they knew what to do with you when mm-hmm. you first showed up. Yeah. There was a, you were, it was a baby face, and you had a heel, when you had the feud with Leon, and then it was like, what are they doing with you? Did you have input on your character originally? Or because when, it, when the, the switch flipped? Oh, that was me. Okay. I told Triple H what I was going to do. Because I, every three months or whatever, I would always like, it wasn't like we'd written in a contract or like, not even everybody gets this. I just made this a point for my, I made myself a point of to be like, yo, I'm going to go talk to you. Every three months, I'm going to talk to Triple H, whether it be two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. But I'm going to talk to him by myself. So, first three months there, I had a, um, I think I wrestled Roddy that night on, on Full Sail, NXT Live. Like, had a banger. It was cool. Um, went to Triple H afterwards. Like, got, it, got him away from everybody. I was just like, hey, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate being here. This is a great experience that I'm having, and I'm enjoying myself. But what's it going to take for me to be one of your guys? Looked him dead in his eye. I say that every time. I look, what is it going to take for me to be one of you guys? Well, there's a lot of things going, moving, and, you know, there's guys going up here. They're going down here. I love like, the voice. Moving. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, cool, bet, whatever. But one thing I do appreciate it, he gave me a little bit more. It wasn't a lot. And even from, like, probably an audience standpoint, it didn't seem like a lot. But for me, it was something progressive. Then I started going on the road doing 205 Live. So now I'm meeting and mingling in the SmackDown locker room. They're like, oh, it's 205 Live. He's just like, man, I'm wrestling in front of 5,000 people in, like, St. Paul or, like, um, you know, South Dakota. Like, that's experience. Like, I'm always taking, like, all these different things as, like, okay, what can I get from this? That's why I got cool with Big E and, like, got cool with, like, Cesaro, and I'm like, hey, want to come on the podcast when you come here? So, boom, I'm networking. I'm moving. I'm in the locker yeah. rooms. Like, Bruce Pritchard's seeing me. These guys are seeing me. Charlotte and those guys, and everybody's seeing me. So, I'm like, cool. He gave me a little bit more. It doesn't seem like that because it's not the cool thing to be on 205 Live. Right. But there's... Depends well, who you ask. <laughs> well, whatever the, whatever the clout chase is that yeah, week right. yeah. is not the cool thing, but... There's worth in that, and there's value in that. So I took worth and value in my opportunities there. And then um, another three months go by. Um, I do TakeOver, 31. I wrestled Santos Escobar for the Cruiserweight title. First time uh, first time the Cruiserweight title has ever been on TakeOver. Right. Had a banger. They loved it. Take Triple H to the side. Hey, thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate everything you've been doing for me. I, I love, I love, I love the opera. I love the match. I'm glad you liked it. What's it going to take for me to be one of your guys, one of your go-to guys? Oh man, you already are one of my go-to guys. Man, you killed it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of things going up and down, movement things, and then there's people. You never know who's going to be here, who's going to be down here. You know, we're doing in talks with so and so. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Uh, a couple more months go by. Uh, I get an injury. Hurt my hamstring. Nothing major, but I'm out for like three weeks maybe. Um, I went to an NXT uh, taping while I was hurt, and I was just watching. Like I was like grilling them. I was just standing there. I was like make sure. he was Like Trips had to be like uh, where Randall is, my boy Randall. Shout out Randall. Randall Whiteman over there. Um, he was like, Triple H is like right over there on the monitor watching the show. I'm just sitting here like grilling them. <laughs> 
just like my the, the the show's going on in the monitor up there, but I'm like just grilling them. And so I give them the feel like, oh, this 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 dude wants to talk. Yeah, yeah, he wants to talk. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, don't run. <laughs> don't run. I'm gonna talk to you. And so um show ends. He has his little meeting with like Bloom and like Regal and all the guys, all the like Terry Taylors. Um and then they disperse. Like, literally, everybody's taking down, ripping up the mats, moving all this stuff around these guys. It's like a circle of them. They're just moving everything, but they just don't go within this vortex of these guys. So they, um, everybody, uh, one, two, three, hut, boom, and they separate. Trips are trying to run, get to us to private limo, and I'm like, ah, 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 ah. we got to talk. Three months has came by, so I'm like, hey, what's now – my aggression rises a little bit more and I go, what's your hesitation making me one of your guys? And he goes, well, no, no, it's, there's no hesitation, man. I'm just like, I want to, it's like, you've been killing it. You've been doing it. This is like, there's just some things moving up and then there's things moving down and there's, there's, you don't know what's going up here. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So I cut him off. I go, so I'm hurt right now. I'm going to be out for like maybe two more weeks. I'm coming back. I'm doing a whole different thing. I'm just letting you know that now. He's like, okay. I have. An, I was like, I have some ideas and everything. He's like, okay. Uh, write that out with uh, getting on the phone with um, uh, Russo. Talk with him and get in an email format. And like, let's let's get a look, clean look at it. I'm like, cool. So I. That's when you see me come back. Hair color different. Pants are like longer. Yep. Um, grill in the mouth different jacket and um i was why i got inspired from watching demolition man and watched okay. the simon phoenix character yep. with wesley snipes because he was just like uh, just a, a heel but he was so charismatic i couldn't take my eyes off of him right like i wanted to, like he was doing some real foul stuff but i'm like i want to see what he does next i want to watch the next scene but and, and then like he's just so bright too blonde hair and all that stuff yep. i'm just like oh okay cool so i come in looking like that and terry taylor's like Oh, oh, hey, okay, okay, I see what you're doing. And then Regal was like, bloody brilliant, the gold teeth. I freaking love it. <laughs> bloody brilliant. I wish I would have thought of that years ago. And then. Um, I just imagine William Regal with a grill. In. Think about it. <laughs> like, it might have been <laughs> just fangs. But so, they, so here's one of those opportunities where, like, they test you on stuff to, just to see, like, all right, you talked all this. You, you talked. You came to me and you talked all this. Now you got to back up them words. You have Leon Ruff tonight on live TV. Four minutes. You're losing. How do I take that? I'm like, oh, y'all really trying to play me? Are y'all trying to play me? Are y'all really trying to do this? Like, what do y'all? What's your? What's the, the thing? I'm like, so I was like, so I sat with that with the notes on that for a minute, and I was just like. Actually, I know how to make this. I know how to flip this. So me and Leon have the match. Boom, 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 boom. Four minutes. Like I'm just like giving them stuff, giving them stuff, countering, countering this, this, this. Boom, 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 boom. Um, he gets the uh, flash finish on me. Right. Boom. Oh man, like he beats, and then I just like kill him. Boom. Afterwards, whatever, and I just like I just turn into this ugly, gritty dude that they haven't seen for me. And just made it so ugly. I'm like, now I'm making it a point. You like, you have to put me back on television. You have to continue this, because 
as performers, we get so obsessed with looking strong. Nobody wants to look weak anymore. Right. Nobody wants to lose anymore. Yeah. Nobody wants to take everything, take anything either. But I'm like, I got further ahead in my career losing than I did winning. When you like, when you, say you want to like, oh, I seen it. I seen it in every company I've been to. When you win, your story ends, especially as a babyface. Yep. Mm. You cut your story off, and you can't write more television. You just cut yourself at least three weeks. So now, where do you go as a babyface? Rather than a lot of these babyfaces need to take their losses, create conflict between characters, create motive between characters. Now you gave yourself six weeks on television straight. Mm. But everybody wants to look strong and look like Ultimate Warrior in week one. And this, that's not how we do this because we're not, the way that wrestling is. We're not at that stage of what wrestling used to be in the 80s and 90s when we look strong and look powerful and, like, um, continue being on TV every week because everybody's over. We don't have that luxury, especially as, like, like the style we wrestle. We don't have that luxury. Real quick, I want to put you on the spot because yeah. this is why it's something that bothers me a little bit. Mm-hmm. When they say, and shout out to Tony Khan, we're going to speak to him mm-hmm. <laughs> later in the week. But one big thing is wrestling fans always want wins and losses to matter. Mm-hmm. Like on a record, on paper. And I say in yeah. pro wrestling, it doesn't matter. Because some of my favorite yeah. characters got over by losing. Some of my favorite wrestlers lose all the time. Shawn Michaels lost at WrestleMania all the time. I didn't care. Yeah. To me, the wins and losses on paper don't matter. It's how you win and how you lose that matter. That's the conflict. Like, me and Ricky are about to go to the pay-per-view. Because I lost to him. Right. Mm. You know? People don't see it that way. They're like, man, I'm t- Swerve came in losing too much. I don't like that. <laughs> I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. They're burying you. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> le- okay, let's go to Breaking Bad. Jesse Pinkman is the drug lord ep- season one. Where do we go from there? Right. Where's this conflict? Where's Walter White's conflict? If they, you know, they don't start out rich because then there's no reason to do, like, to sell, make meth. Then there's no reason to get into the, the cartel. Then there's Big no facts. reason to meet Gus Fring. You, you have to create conflict. You have to create struggle. That's how you create television. That's how you create drama, suspense. Where's the character going to go? Give them reason. But everybody just wants to see. No, he's like, everybody wants to see the results first. And I don't get that. That doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Uh, I want to talk about your style real quick. Because yeah. one of the things about the triple threat, not even the not even fashion style. I, was like, oh. I mean, shit, the man styles. But in the <laughs> ring... You're different. Like, going back to that triple threat match, mm-hmm. I text Biggie, and Biggie, the first thing he says is, nobody transitions like Swerve. No. No. Because I don't, I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> I, I need to I figure this out. Where, yeah. where does this all come from? Like, what is the inspiration of how you work and the smoothest in the way you work? Honestly, um, I watch concerts. It's really weird concerts. Yeah, that's a really weird answer. It's I really weird. I watch concerts. I watch, like... Like, Tyler Crater from, is, like, one of my favorite people to watch. Mm. And um, I just went to see him in Amway. Like, incredible. Like, call me if you get lost to her. I, was, I paid a ticket. Boom. Yeah. I, put, I was part of that $33 million he grossed in the box office. <laughs> I'm proud of that. Um, like, he has just such a – he's, like, nobody performs like him either. True. But nobody can put their finger on why. Mm. Like, what does he watch? What does he study? It's just like 
it's just weird. Like all like the chemicals on our brain just tell us something different that I can never explain to you guys. Because it's just not the way we, I'm not made up the same way you're made up. It, I, it, like, we're just not. Um, which is why, like, some of these guys come off looking insane. But, like, no, their chemical makeup and their brain is, like, talk, speaking to them in a language that we could never understand. But that's what makes them so great. I'm not saying I'm great, but I'm just saying, like, this is what makes these guys just so much different and on a different, like, level. And you can't you can't put a finger on what, why. Like, why am I, like, why do we gravitate to a Jeff Hardy so much? Like, there's a lot of guys that do what Jeff Hardy does, but why do we gravitate to him so much? You know, he he's not like he, he. And the thing about like guys like him, you just can't you can't figure him out. The enigma is because just like he doesn't do everything like that's like prototypically correct in pro wrestling, but it's just so like it's so him. And I think that he's he's one of the most unique performers in professional wrestling history. I'll always say that. Cause like nobody, he, like um, if anybody else was doing what he was doing, it would, wouldn't look great. It wouldn't. We wouldn't. We just wouldn't be on. We wouldn't. It wouldn't be hot. Right. We wouldn't think so. But the fact that he does it and he's the only one that does it, that's what makes him him. And I wanted to create that. I like just. I watched a lot of people's just movements, mm-hmm. how they are, how like my eyes. Like I'll take my glasses off for this. Like, like my eyes have to change when I'm like with certain opponents like oh like jungle boy man yo what's up ricky yo like mm-hmm. i gotta look at you different so i gotta look at my opponents differently then when jungle boy's pissing me off to the point i'm trying to be cool with you like i messed up your match i'm sorry i get that but now i'm trying to like olive branch this this dude's messing it up now i'm getting to this moment now now i'm like all right my energy's changing because yeah. of conflict with this person right. to this person. And that's what makes my matches like more unique to me because people, once again, I said at the beginning, I'm reactive. I react to what the energy you're giving me and I react to the energy you're giving me. Now, if you're giving me a different reaction back, now I have to react differently. And that's how, and then we have in, that was eight minutes of television. Imagine what we could do with 15. Yeah. Now you want to see 15. <coughs> right. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. again, I understand WWE doesn't close the door on anyone. Mm-hmm. This is a fluid business. But is the broken model for what WWE is doing now? Because now they scrubbed everything clean. Everyone who's unique like you, mm-hmm. who has learned different styles on the indies, they had different ways of thinking, who came in do it, doing things differently, who has something you can't put a finger on. They've scrubbed all of that. They said, we want to bring in people who know nothing, teach them our style, and everyone will be the same. Is that bad for pro wrestling? It's not bad for their product because they don't do pro wrestling. They do sports entertainment. You can't argue with the results because they still sell out stadiums. They still get their numbers. They still, every quarter, billion-dollar quarter, break the record the quarter before. They still get them Saudi deals. They still um, they still do what That's they do. That's finite. Yeah. Because they bring back Brock's. They bring back, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Goldberg. They're bringing back... All these people, you're going to run out of people to bring in. Right. So what they're building, 20, age 20 through 35. Well, the, then, then, then they're going to cross over to, like, um, other athletes coming in to, like. Um, so more Rondas. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Then this when, that's when you're going to get, like, maybe Stylebender will go over there. Now he's their big star when, you know, he can't necessarily 
uh, do what he does anymore in the MMA at that right. like caliber. You know, that's like, that's really high impact. Then he'll transition over there. Then you get those guys coming over. Then you get like um, who else is out there like really killing? Like maybe Anthony Joshua comes over. Yeah, you know he has a great look. That's exactly what Vince would love. And, yeah, and he's like um, British. You know, yep. you know. Is there room for other wrestlers then? Is there room for because that was people say eighties, nineties. That's what they mm-hmm. would look for and what they wanted. But there was always room for the Bret Hart's. There's always room for a Shawn Michaels. One. Because if you have seven Bret Hart's, what's a Bret Hart? There you go. Because I've said this for years. With In WWE, it's like the Yankees signing seven all-star first basemen. Mm-hmm. You can only play one. You can only play one. And the rest of them got to go play in the minor leagues. And, when it's, and, it, and it feels like you and a bunch of other were part of a wave of a bunch of talented people, but they only wanted one of you at a time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you did you know that was happening? Yeah, yeah. but I, I bet on myself, and I'll take those odds any day. I'll pick me over those odds any time because none of them are me. Right. And if you do pass on me and you like, you know what, we're going to go with him. I'm like, cool. Pick him. Go with him. But a year from now, you better still be going. Like, he, he still better be the one that you're still picking with and choosing and putting him, making him your guy. Cause I'm going to be doing something completely different from that year ago when you let me go. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm never going to be the same guy a year before that I was never. So if you get, if you choose that one and he's still that one a year later, own it. Cause I'm not going to be that same one that you passed over. I I wasn't that in evolve. I wasn't that in Lucha underground. I wasn't that in NXT and I'm not going to be that here in AEW either. Do you feel like you, and Austin Theory are forever connected for that reason. Oh, yeah. Because in Evolve, it was, everyone left. It was you two. Yeah. And young, super young, you guys carried the company till the company was no more. Mm-hmm. You were the top two guys. NXT, both of you guys. And you had a better NXT run. But they can only choose one. Mm-hmm. They chose Theory. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud of him. Oh, of course. Happy for him. But do you yeah. feel like you're ever forever linked? Yeah. Like you. He could be the top guy there. You may be the top guy AEW, and yeah. then people forever are comparing you two. Uh, yeah, like I look at that as just the the legacy we leaving behind, the journey we like always like went across. We have the same like I had kind of had the same with Darby for a while. Like Darby went AEW, I went NXT. You know, he had TNT title, I had North American title. You know, we kind of like branched off, but we're always connected in some sense, even when like. I came back and like Nick Wayne got his contract here. Where, here I was right on time, like yep. divine intervention. Who knows? Like, you know, but, right. but we're always going to just be connected in some way. And then first like qualifying match to get into the Owen Hart tournament, like me and Darby. Mm, what do you know? We're always connected. Yeah. I think me and theory will be the same way. And like, um, he's just so talented and like, so he's another one that's just unique to him. And, but people don't really, see that yet like it's just so like um with the wwe product you're missing a lot missing out on a lot of how special and unique a lot of these guys on that roster are because it's so much brightness and so much um it's so much spectacle that you miss like the little finite details Mm -hmm. that these guys offer you know like like tozawa is one of the best wrestlers in the world and you're missing out on him because of like the spectacle of what it's not big time. You don't see the pyro. You see the, like, it's so, but he's so good at what he does. And there's so many other guys. There's 
and countless guys I can like name off like that roster that you like Cedric Alexander and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like there's just so like but you you're gonna miss those little things because WWE so much about the big things. That's, you know? That that's big facts. I want to talk about tribalism and pro wrestling. Because you see this mm-hmm. on social media all the yeah. time. There's people that straight up WWE or AEW or there's the impact guys like fuck both those companies. I just like impact. Yeah. <laughs> but this I want to dispel the rumor that you guys, are, you guys stay connected. There's We're no all friends. Like, like, <laughs> so how weird is it when you go online and see somebody trashes somebody that just left the company to go to another company? You're like, yeah. he's still the same fucking person he was. He's still the same guy. Cody Rose didn't change shit. <laughs> Not a damn thing. He's still cutting the same promos he was in AW, but everybody's like, oh no, he just doesn't work. I'm like, no, like there's so much like, oh man, there was another one. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Everyone's like, the same. Yeah. Adam Cole is the exact He's the same, same person with the person. same people. But y'all want to, sh- like, now it's, like, now, now it's cool to, like, trash it or, like, debunk all these little, take pull these pieces apart that, like, y'all were cheering about, like, this, the same things a year and a half ago, two years ago. It's, it's dog, it's so strange. I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like you can like everything. Yeah, I feel like that's okay. I like what I like. Like, for me, I like what I like. If I see something good on WWE, I'm like, oh, that was dope. If I see something bad, that was whack. People, but it is what but, it is. Well, people are just like, so um, they, they're under the routine. They can't break routine. Like, if Ozark is on Netflix, put it on Hulu. Ah, I'm not watching Ozark. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same show. You're right. It's you're the right. same show. But you're so habitated to Netflix. Netflix yeah. is going to be here. Boom. I know, the, like, go to my search. It's right there. My favorites, top tens. Wow. It's right there. But, like, uh, you, you just got to search it on Hulu, but it's over there, too. Uh, yeah. All the time. Uh, no, we put it on Paramount Plus. Ah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But people are creatures of habit, you know? It's that's just the way it is. It's a little so weird. It's, it's, it's weird, weird things. No, it's it's weird. Like just find little small details. Just like, uh, like you, but like, put yourself to the test of, at that at home. See how many things like take something that's just like you're so used to doing every day, and then just put it like over here. Or put it like uh, you, no. Usually you go to the, the the left cabinet. Now put it in the bottom drawer. Yeah, I'll get it some other time. <laughs> that's true. But I mean, I'm not going to go on Twitter and just shit all over. That's the other yeah, thing. that bottom drop. Now, there's a, there's self-control that is also involved in this whole experiment. That I can't help you with. That's a whole other thing. That's weird. Yo, what? Talking about, like, just, you know, the culture around wrestling and everything yeah. that you do, right? With that being said, you said wrestling's kind of like second nature now. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. But where do you feel more pressure? Is it wrestling? Is it, you know, you being a performer in terms of a musician? Is mm-hmm. it fashion? Is there anything now where you still feel, I don't know if pressure is the right word, but like those butterflies, the nervousness that comes uh, along with uh, it, like music. where you're somewhat unsure. Music. Music. Because like, um, I'm, still, I'm still a rookie in it. I've only been rapping like three years and I have three albums. Wow. So... That's still like bars. Yeah, that's still like, and I'm and I did features with like some like music soul child, like legends and stuff, and just like just like 
uh, showcasing my music to someone like that. Like I'm so new and rookie to, into that. It's intimidating. It's like, and then or then and he's also telling me like, hey, yeah, uh, like uh, speak out the lyrics. And I'm like, okay, is this gonna sound dumb if I say it or? Because <laughs> he has to sing it. I wrote right. it for him. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, say it. Like talk it out. I want to hear it. And I'm like, uh, it's not that. Instant confidence, like, all right, yeah, yeah. So, what are we gonna do? You gonna say bop, 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 uh, uh? It's not that confidence. So, like, well, um, it goes like, uh, now I'm, I feel like I'm in front of the class giving a speech again, right. you know. So that's where I feel like so small because music like can make you feel like that sometimes, especially when you like hear it later and it's like, what was I thinking? Why did I, why did I do that? <laughs> why did I do that? It's only been a week and a half. I'm like, why did, I, why did I do that? What was I, what was my mind state at? Doing this. That's so weird because I hear people talk about wrestling on the indies. Yeah. And sometimes people who are in WWE, like legends might come down. You'll be two years in. You got a match against a legend. People yeah. are like, oh, that's it. No, it's cool. Like, but in music, that's when, that's when I knew different. for wrestling, it wasn't, it wasn't the same anymore. Like mentally and like, I still love it. I'm still passionate. I still like put my effort in, but it's like, I don't have that pressure anymore. That's why, because like I wrestled Rey Mysterio and I was just like, all right, Ray, what do you want to do tonight, bro? I'll, I'll be where, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then it was like after the fact, I was like, I just wrestled my idol. What am I doing? Right. Like, what am yeah. I, you know? And we're like, or like, um, I'm, we're doing 205 live matches or whatever. And it was like really right when the pandemic kicked off and we just went went to the PC and stuff. We did a 10-man tag and John Cena sitting right beh- right there behind camera. And it was like, oh, oh yeah, Cena's over there. All right, cool. Yeah. And just keep going. It's just like, it's just so like... <laughs> dismissed from me at this right. point it's crazy but like music it's like i don't want to let tz down that's where i was like okay t i like if he does if he's not feeling this like it's it's that's like the guy that got me into this te- teaching me like word for word cadences like all this stuff like timing it and all that stuff i don't want to let him down and then like if i do something on my own i send it to him i'm like this waiting for the response i'm like <laughs> and then i'm like second guessing like certain parts of the song, and I'm like, mm, that's not a teasy thing. I don't think he's gonna like that. I don't know. And so that that I'm still like such a junior in that game, but I'm still like me. I'm doing songs with Juice from Flatbush and all that stuff. It's like, oh, you doing song with Juice? Oh yeah, it's all music videos already out there. Wait, like two years I, ago. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't yeah. think I saw Flatbush. Eric Meech. Meech got what? an album coming out. Soon. You know, Eric did the music for Our Heroes Rock. Yeah, yeah. Eric's so, amazing. Eric amazing. is amazing. Amazing. Here's a question I got for you. Yeah. Because you're a pro wrestler first. Now, how do you introduce yourself when you come into these rooms? Because if, if somebody comes to the room, especially like 10 years ago, it's like, yeah, I'm a pro wrestler who raps. You'd be like, man, get out of here. How do you present yeah, yourself? Yeah, it, ooh, that's a stigma, too. It's like, yeah. like ooh, he's a rapping wrestler. Mm, mm. Yeah, like John Cena? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, damn, he's a standard. Um, I just introduced myself as Swerve. It's like universally it's like jamie fox introduces himself as jamie fox even though he does comedy acting the multi height yeah the, yeah like he's he's jamie fox that's what i want that's how i want to like be in that same lane of like like uh donald glover mm-hmm. you know like writer comedian like singer actor like multitude of talents and stuff i just want to be in that same realm and those are like a literally in the studio at the city podcast like we have, I have Donald Glover like right there above the screen, uh, along with like uh, Kanye, like the TDE, uh, Lupe, like Travis, Tyler. 
know, those guys. Those are like all like I kind of take a little bit from each and every one of them and put it into everything, not just music. I put it into everything. Do you run into any hesitation in pro wrestling because of that? Do people say, nice spreading itself too thin? No. Or do they question like, well, you're, a rap, you're trying this rap thing. Are you not interested enough in pro wrestling? I've heard that already. Yep. I've had, oh, that screenshot on my phone, by the way. Yeah. I keep receipts. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Listen, it, um, I'm a New York Giants fan. I just heard that about our, our first pick in the draft. Like he okay. cares too much about his brand. Like he's the best player in this draft. He dropped five slots because the man has an NFT. Yep. Like, and yep. they're just worried about, it's like, what does that mean if you can do your job? Exactly. Like, as long as you produce it, I don't see what the issue is. Like, some people's like, oh, no, I don't really think he's too focused on wrestling. I'm like, do you understand what our business is? If it's on TV, it's entertainment. Point blank. You can't, at this day and age, you can't just be one anything. You're damn right you can't. You can't. You can't. You have to be multifaceted in everything. Tom Brady, best quarterback of all time, best football player of all time. He's still in a lot of other things. LeBron James is still in a lot of other things. And he still produced a championship for LA. Yep. I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, like, why right. wouldn't you want to, like, why wouldn't you want to, like, I'm not saying you have to do everything, but you definitely have to, like, um, you have to cross over. What did um, a comedian, black comedian say? He's like, black, uh, man, uh, it was probably, it wasn't Chris Rock. It might have been Chris Rock. He's like, well, black actors have always have to cross over. Black, black oh. comedians always have to cross over. We always have to cross over because we can't just be one thing. We have to be multifaceted in, in a bunch of other things because our culture has to branch off into other all those things. So it's important for black talents like myself to do what I do. You know, right. we can't just, like, sit in one thing because then you're just a african-american in that one thing you know we have to get our culture spread out into everything does that make you a bigger star in pro wrestling and i say that because fuck it it's this week sasha banks crossed mm -hmm. over branched out yeah she, she has, came back she's on disney plus she's in star wars mm -hmm. came back she's not ronda rousey she's not charlotte flair who hasn't crossed over mm -hmm. at all we see black athletes. Bobby Lashley does MMA just like Brock. He's not treated like Brock. Mm -mm. If you cross over outside, does it hold the same weight as a black pro wrestler than it would uh, John Cena comes back. John Cena's completely different. Batista comes back. He's different. No one expected that shit. Mm -hmm. He comes back. He's different. Does it hold the same weight crossing over as a That's as why a we got to keep doing it. We got to keep doing We got to keep doing it. Because obviously it's not. Like the treatment, like I said, the goalpost moves. It's okay for these these guys to do it. But when we do it, it's like, eh, I don't know. Like, eh, look, this, this, this is still the star. This is still the standard. Like, I did everything this person did twice over. But, oh, this is the best in the world. Like, y'all, like, I don't get, I don't understand these forums talk about the same people every week. The same yeah. people. Y'all yep. talk about the same people every day, every week. We get it. We know. I'm not taking nothing away from them, but y'all are missing out on other people that are doing shit and killing it and changing the game because y'all talk about the same people every week. And then then y'all have this argument, oh, nobody out there is special. 
<laughs> I'm talking about the same time? people every week, That's every true. day. AEW doesn't have a black champion. Like, oh, no black, no <laughs> black wrestlers are out there who are worthy. Y'all talk about the same people because y'all talk about the same thing. Y'all look in the same glasses, the same glasses every day, the same goggles with the same things, and then to have this have and then have the complaints that don't like. They're like, oh, when is there going to be a black person to challenge for the AEW title? Uh, did Dante Martin just not wrestle Adam Page? He doesn't count. No, no. <laughs> now we don't count. <laughs> now we don't count. Now you the goalposts go. moved because yeah. he doesn't count. Because he doesn't count. Right. You know, like, but because you talk about the same people, all MJF Punk, like, great acts. They're killing it. Like, right. literally putting AEW on the mat, doing some special stuff. But don't take away the fact that like Jay Cargill's still killing it too. Yep. Like Maybe something else. Yeah, she's like doing some really special stuff. Arguably the best champion in the company. Yes. Like arguably, if you, if you just put up arguably, like, but those the narrative like oh like like all the titles don't mean anything. Yep. Like what are you talking about? Why why do people do? Like, that? You have to why, give do, her a why do we why are we already looking at the next people? Like, right. Man, I can't wait to see who loses it to. Like how about let's talk about him <laughs> as the rain? Can we focus on the rain first? No, like, that's not what we do. No, uh, it's gloom and doom. Yeah. Right. Like shout out to E, but E was champion, and so many people just waited Who's to next? see. How he was gonna drop yeah. it? Yeah, like oh, Kofi dropped if him, I rock was, squashed and, him, and, and all this. And, and then they fantasy book like, oh, if I was gonna drop the have Big E drop the title, it should go with the so and so. I don't have him get it at this thing. I'm like, how about we just watch what's happening on Raw the next week? <laughs> yeah, Nobody wants just, look. Just, if you watch and support him, maybe he won't drop the title. Yeah, like, at like, all. like let's just. And then he'd be like, man, they really, man, they really dogged Big E with that title reign, didn't they? Well, you didn't support it. <laughs> Complained I, man, every week. Listen, God, man, I, I, like I said, the goalposts, but but like, the, but then when like Brock is, I'm like, man, he's gonna have that drink forever, man. I'm yeah, just, <laughs> really enjoying that rain. Man, like this is crazy. The conversation bro. is, there's no one good enough to beat Roman Reigns. That's what every like, who's gonna beat Roman? He's beat everybody. Oh, you got to be real special. They don't have anyone deserving of beating Roman Reigns. He's gonna keep holding the title. I'm just like, damn, like, but, see, but there's the issue. There, there's always someone that's special. It depends on who they want to put their energy behind. Mm-hmm. And I think us as fans, we got to put our energy behind the That's right the key. people. You can force it. We've seen that with Daniel Bryan. We've seen yeah. other situations. If you want somebody to be champion, even if they don't, they don't listen at first, you can force it. Well, I don't know. If it makes dollars, I, it makes sense. I, you can I, force I, it. I don't know because I think Vince is very hard-headed in what he wants. And will we'll spite fans just to spite him in some cases. This is what I want to say about Tony. We're going to talk to Tony about this when he comes through. I think Tony pays a lot of attention to what's yeah. going on because for the media, they had just said, oh, yeah, you guys can't record after the, the press after mm-hmm. thing. Tony got on, saw that, and was like, nah, we're going to change that. Yeah. It feels like Tony listens a lot more to what's going on. Fans communicate yeah. in his medium. I mean, yeah. an 80-year-old isn't on Twitter. Yeah, like, like, he, he has somebody else on Twitter. Yeah, that's fair. Telling, but now you're playing him, a telephone but, game, right? Like, right. But he's telling like, him what Vince, what he knows Vince would like. Yeah. What so it's a bunch knows. of yes men searching stuff for you and bringing it to you, or bringing it to light. Like Vince should know about this because he knows yeah. that's important to Vince. But it's all it's all about you don't know what you don't know. You need right. to bring have somebody also filtering things that like you know what. Here's something you I don't think you want until you see it. Yeah. Right. Like you know, Naomi trending was... like three times last year. And Naomi couldn't get on TV. <laughs> but he's just like, what is trending? Like, what, like, 
if, but, if you don't bring me that, like what what but, does it but there's matter? no but there's not enough women's wrestlers on the roster. So they say. <laughs> so so they say, right? So it's just like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. tired of seeing the same people hold the belts. Well Well, there's this Naomi um uh, female on the roster that's like really good, really talented. You know, she's had like you know. So it's it's one of those things where it's interesting to see Tony and now that you're at AEW. And you've kind of experienced, like, with trips and everything, right? Like, yeah. who's still somewhat plugged in. But now you've had, like, interactions with three different generations of owners or people running a company. Mm-hmm. So you've been main roster with Vince, who's, like, 80. You've had mm-hmm. trips, who's in the middle. Now you have Tony, who's, like, locked into current culture. Yeah. What's, like, the biggest differences there in terms of mm. just in general, like, on how you maneuver and how it formulates the roster and everyone around it? Do you feel like... The younger it goes, the more open they I are. I think the younger the go, the younger it goes, the speed picks up more. Like with like events, it doesn't happen instantly. It's going to take like months, and then maybe like we'll see how this goes, and then like forgot, not forgotten, but like um, uh, now's not the time, or we had to move this, so we're going to push this back. Like trips is like okay, cool. Um, running through the people, like talk to him, make sure it's good. I want to see a good layout of it we're gonna go through it boom 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 tony's like oh yeah if you believe in it let's do it we'll get it next next week so the speed picks up a little more as the generation goes down more because tony wants to yeah it's like our attention span yeah the younger you go the shorter because he's on twitter he's on social media he understands the speed of it and he's also tapped in with like the nfl and like the um the soccer leagues and like on the eight talent agencies and all this stuff right He, he understands how fast all these things go and like he wants things to like move like like sometimes he's like oh it was a little hang up like on this we i wanted to announce it this week or whatever but like we didn't make sure i wanted to make sure i had it by this i'm like that was like two weeks that's not that bad but for him it feels like <laughs> it's like an eternity you know, yeah <laughs> like but like it was on the other side like you go up the chain of like the when you're talking about generations that would have been like a six month thing and maybe like then you get the announcement. Then you got to go through the seven month thing of like getting all this put together. Like, yeah, still using faxes, probably. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Like, it's like, it's all, all right, like, man. So, if you don't airdrop this to me, bro, <laughs> <laughs> whose idea was it, bro? Was it all you? Oh uh, no, no, it was like. So uh, AJ came up with. Um, he was running the row when he was on the Indies and um, yes, and Sasha Castle Wrestling and stuff like that. So he had a little click called the row. Um, then they came. Then they had the hit makers when they came to um, NXT and the PC and stuff. And then we were just like bouncing names back and forth, and it was like uh, we had like like literally papers and like matching names and like doing the matching. This the row hit this though this 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 this. And we just like man like hit makers hit row like just do hit row. Like all right cool. So that was it. That was literally the origin of it. Yeah. So y'all getting together. Was that a conversation that was brought up by somebody else, or did you guys get together and say, hey, we should be a faction? No, Triple H was like, hey, I want to put these guys with you because, like, you're doing some really cool stuff, and I think they can, like, really elevate you in a way. And I'm like, oh, cool, yeah. But I'm like, honestly, the first thing I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, man, I just don't want to, like, like, like be in charge. Like, I don't want to, like, be, like, babysitting people or anything like that. He's like, no, no, it's not like that. It's going to be a team, man. We're going to put it together. Like, you, like we're going to treat every individual, like, Somebody like has an identity special. Like there, there's a purpose for them there. You know, they're not like going to be like, like if if they're not 
if this person's treated like a jobber and all that, then that's all they're going to see. But if you right. elevate this person, then when they, the time is right, you elevate this person when the time is right. You, like everybody equally talks, everybody equally has a saying and everything. Now we're all like fleshed out characters. So that's what that's where it really became like us creating Hit Row. So I gotta I gotta ask because you know one of my favorite segments was the cipher. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I DM'd you that day. Yeah, I, yeah. The AJ too. I was like, yo, yeah. <laughs> we never seen nothing like that. Yep. Please walk me through how this came about because. Not only were the bars on point, but it was like the fact that y'all had the segment to begin with. Yeah, that was something they came up with. They wanted to do a backstage segment because you know, like like um, the BT ciphers, they like yeah. retaped back like in a parking lot somewhere, yep. black and white, gritty like effects and stuff like that. So it was that's what the idea originally was. But then and then they wanted more artists. Like we had artist friends and stuff like that. They wanted to like put them around us in the cars and stuff like that. So that they wanted to go that route with it. But I think the time crunch and, like, getting all those people and all those pieces in just didn't work out. And then there was the fact of just, like, um, finding a spot to shoot it, um, the camera time, because this is Great American Bash. So, like, those, your, those, those that staff is already running thin with time and energy. They got to go to all this other stuff. So there was, like, all right, we're going to just do it live. We're, like... All right, like this is like a wrestling crowd. It's not a hip hop crowd, so I don't know if their ear is going to be tuned into hearing like what we're saying or like the different styles. And you know, like I don't know, we we were kind of concerned about the reception what we get, just like just like blasting you with like actual bars, not like cadence rap. This guy here <laughs> put him in, and then 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 because like that's what a wrestling crowd would hear and be they like they can understand that now to go a bunch of different. Little uh, like little cadences and da, 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 like that's a lot for that to crowd and yeah. like and three different people doing it. That's go, that's a bit. That's we thought it was going to be heavy. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. like y'all doing what our truth is doing. No, no, like he our, he's yeah. calling response, not yeah. the claim. But what our yeah, our truth has, but <laughs> but they have to. They should do it that way. Right. On like crowds that big, every city they go to, because yeah. everybody has to be on key doing that only like if you're a fan of like like a tech nine or somebody spitting like that you're going to see him do that so your ears already trained into that yeah but like um a full sale crowd or not full sale but pc crowd like that to get like this is that that and then this is that 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 that. even aj aj wasn't spitting fast he wasn't double timing but like even him like uh weaving into pockets that he was doing that's like still advanced like William Regal's back there like I don't understand what you guys are saying <laughs> like he was talking about moving packs on live TV I'm like <laughs> and we rehearsed that like 12 times beforehand nobody picked it nobody up. picked it up so I'm like that's when I knew I'm like oh they don't they're not gonna understand what we're saying. <laughs> like, like did you just talk like moving packs like, all right cool how many times <laughs> do you perform live before that maybe like three were you nervous um that's what, like I said, music gets me the butterflies. Yeah. Like, the rehearsals, I was getting, like, the butterflies. Because I just want everything to, like, come off clear. And, like, right. And especially for TV. And then we also don't have earpieces in, so we're not hearing, we're not hearing the reverb. I'm, so I'm like, am I on beat? Am I off beat? I'm, like, double timing with this beat. And it's all out of, like, like, the drums and the kicks and everything is, like, a little... Like, they're over each other. So I'm, like, to time that for the my syllables to hit for them to hear it 
I was concerned, but I was just like, you know what? That's, I, I got it. Let's just go. And it's like, I, I kind of had to black out a little bit. And then yeah. we went to Hero and did our actual like theme song and stuff. Now and then it was just like, oh yeah, we, those cadences because we have a do do right do so that everybody can bob and then like I can rap between these things. And that's where I got more comfortable. I was like, that's like autopilot, but hitting these things is like a little trickier because that was also like a twenty like maybe thirty two bars of verse. Yeah, it was it was, it long. was long. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, like yo, yeah, I was like, going. yo, they spit. Yeah, like like yeah, like they really spit. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you say everyone has a had a role, everyone had a purpose. Yeah. That role came together, it was great. Got to the main roster. One thing I want to ask you about, um, now that we got a couple more minutes, is in the internets, they talk, said when Hero got to the main roster, there was something in the back, someone, I don't know who, that said AJ is the lead, you are now a tag team guy. We never heard that directly. No. Okay. No. I felt like, I was like, what? Because AJ did have a solo match. I think the first solo match on the main roster. Yeah. Was AJ. Then the next week it was you. No. No, he had a dark match because they never seen him wrestle. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was in Baltimore. Was, they had a singles match and we all cut a promo, which they never listened to. They never heard what we were going to say. They said, do your promo. So we're like, all right. <laughs> so we cut our promo and we went out there. He wrestled Cedric. We all supported him. Boom. And then we went to the back. Edge was one of the first people to greet us. And he was like, I was, he was like, a lot of people like were doubting how like you were in the ring. You were fine. You were great. I don't know why everybody's saying these things about you. So, so like obviously that puts in our mind like, oh, y'all, they were like giving little shitty reports. Yeah. Up top about AJ. So I guess that always is like in the back of everybody's mind. Like it was like a target on his back before we right. got up there. You know, um, even for the, I think it was like this is not my story to tell. This AJ's, but like for the. Most wanted treasures, like they didn't want him for that. They wanted somebody else for it. I don't know who, but but A and E wanted him yeah. for that. So he did that because he had the resume for it. Yeah, he got a deep resume. That a lot of people know about <laughs> that. Don't at all. But when you narrative, look, yeah. When you look at that, is there was there a major disconnect from the reports oh, yeah. from NXT to the main roster? Oh, like yeah. when you just got up there and it's just we've seen the name changes. We've seen uh. <laughs> Killer Cross put in some type of leotard. Or no, no, he was put in like a, a frilly thing and had a he was dominatrix. He was the gimp from yeah. And, uh, um, the leotard yeah. was Keith. Yeah, they they covered up his chest, and which makes no sense. I'm glad he is without singlet now. But like, is there yeah. just that major disconnect where sometimes like people may not even know what y'all do? There's disconnects, and then there's tests too. Like, how long are you willing to endure this? And like, how long are you going to do this without complaining? How long are you going to like? Here, like, um, make something of this. Make something of what you got. Like, get it over. Cause like, we, purposely yeah. shitty gimmicks. Like, y'all get, like, get this over. Well, the gimmick didn't change. You're still them. They're still you. You're not, like, like the, the archetype is still you. But you got to figure out. They put the, the blanket over it. They did the same with Riddle. They yeah. did. They gave him birds. They did the same way, but he's still Riddle. And they put togas on him. Doesn't change anything. They put him in mustaches. They made him, you know, but Riddle's like, oh, I'm going to, this is cool. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, still that's just a high guy. But he's, still, but he's still Riddle. <laughs> they didn't take their identities away. They're still them. You know, like, 
uh, Bearcat Lee is just like he's still Lee. He's still him. True. I mean, you know? Butch is a little. I don't. I don't know. Now, Butch, that's a whole man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that now, that's a whole archetype. That's a whole archetype change. Yeah. But those guys, those they're still them. You know, um, it's all about what you're what you're given. What you, all right, make something out of this. Get this over. Is it better when you go into a place like AEW and they're like, "What are you?" Instead of it's everybody's here, get different. This everybody's different though. Like it depends on what your skill is. Are you this? Are you? Do you have that skill to like make something like get get that over, or do you have to like? I have to be me. I have to be me, or it won't work. Well, then main roster isn't for you. A WWE like superstar isn't for you. Right. Like, like uh, it's, it's it's like picking a record label. Like same thing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like like some like some surroundings just aren't people don't mesh well in those surroundings. Not everybody's the same performer. Now, what WWE is doing now, they're manufacturing people in the PC to be the performer they want, to give them the product that they want. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. (laughs) You know, they want want blank slates to be like, get this over, because that's what we need right now. We don't have this. Like, but I have this. I, I have this idea. I have this. That's cool. Get this over first. Then we'll hear your idea. You got to build the equity first with them. So you get released by WWE. A little bit of time passes. You sign with AEW. You debut with the pay-per-view. You sign your contract on television. What did you think? And I, and I heard you talk about this on Kaz, on Say List with Kaz, and, then, and the response that you got that, that Yeah. Night. When you leave, like when you are out of a situation like WWE and you're heading into a situation like AEW, you're never really sure how people are going to respond mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. But you said whose house and that crowd popped. Yeah. Did you know, like, was there any question before that? Did you make the right decision? Or it, did that reinforce it when you heard yeah, that crowd? That, that definitely was like the, all right, confirmation. We made it. We, we, you, you made the right decision. Now it's time to like, all right, now you already have, now you have the support. All I needed was the support. And I, and like, I already had it from Tony. Now I got it from them. I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. You can throw any match. You can throw me in any match now after this. I feel great. Like yeah. it just, it just seems like as we, as we get current before we let you go, it's like things had to happen for a reason. I never yeah. really believed that statement a lot. But it seems like this journey had to happen for you for this reason because you've done so much. We talked about Evolve. We talked about Lucha. Could you do what you were doing right now four years ago, three no. years ago? No. So you needed all this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. What, what's the biggest lesson that this all taught you? It wasn't a lesson. It was just evolution. I had to evolve. They put, like, WWE put me in positions where, like, I have to change up or evolve to get my opportunities and a lot of people they they run from that fear i take it on i'm like oh okay cool i'm gonna i'm gonna make you look dumb for not like <laughs> planting that for like not cashing that check a year ago and now like it's like bitcoin like like oh you should have you should have got in early now right. everybody's rich <laughs> ah you should have got in oh man but that's what that's what i want to do and I do, I welcome those challenges now because I'm not afraid of it. Like a lot of people, like like oh they want like ah uh, man, there's so many, there's so much going on. I don't know. I'm gonna go over here. Like 
why don't you take that challenge on and bet on yourself? I'm always going to bet on myself because I know what I have to offer and I know how I'm going to do in those challenges. I know how I'm going to do because I already went through it. Right. I went through the storm and I came out. Now I know how to swim. You don't know how you're going to, you don't know how to swim unless you challenge yourself. You got to figure out, can you survive in this? Well, since you ain't just swimming, you backstroking, do the butterfly. <laughs> now, now I'm comfortable in the storm. <laughs> now it's like, oh, another storm? Batting down the hatches. Let's get this, let's get through this thing, bro. You know, like we're sailing now. Like now, not, now I'm a now I'm a full grown pirate because I went through it. A full grown pirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a full on pirate. Yeah, you're gonna be mean. <laughs> um, so the last question before we let you out of here. Yeah. And might be a question for Tony, but I want you to answer. Yeah. What is it gonna take for you to be a Tony Khan guy? Mm. I'm so, honestly at this moment I'm still learning Tony, but um, we're still like growing as we like we're still like we're gelling we've all we've been gelling since day one that we met um now it's just like it's timing i think that's what it's always been it's just timing like it's not the right time for me to be the guy right now it's adam page's time there can only be one guy it can't be like 12 guys then you're not the guy adam page is the guy right now and as champion, as it, as he is champion of AEW and the company, I support him. We need to uplift Adam Page so he can be the representation of AEW the best way, because the best way he possibly he can. Because if we don't support him, then he's going to fail. Then AEW fails. But if we we support, I'm supporting Adam Page as champion because it's his time to be champion. Until all right. He gets off the start and he gets off the court. I come off the bench. Now it's my time. I want that same support when I'm the champion or I'm the guy. I'm a Tony Khan guy, just like I supported you. That's how you become the guy or a Tony Khan guy when everybody's supporting you. You know, it's like I'm like all like all three of us can't be the lead actor. Yeah. Everybody has to play their role so the show gets eight seasons out of this. Right. But if we're all fighting and trying to be the lead guy on the pilot, we're not going to get past, we're not going to get a season one. But if you support the main guy, when your time comes by season three, when you wrap around and now like, oh, so-and-so became the lead. He's the lead now. I want that same support when I was supporting you, when you had that role. Because it always comes back around. That's one thing I learned about this business. It's always going to come back around like, when you were down, I was helping you and I was supporting you and I was with you. Now you're up. You remember when you were down? You're gonna uplift me. Now we're gonna support that. It's always gonna do. It's always gonna be that way. That's why you keep receipts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nah, man, we appreciate it. Straight hour talking to you. It's been amazing. Can't wait to watch the match, everyone. Uh, this comes out tomorrow, so you guys have plenty. Plenty of time to get ready, get everything set up for Sunday. Fight TV, man. Just Sit go. down. Make yeah. sure you buy it early. We're, are we watching it in here? I don't know where we're. No, we're watching. We're going to the show. Yeah, what's wrong? So with, I'm like, why would you watch it here when the show's like literally yeah, I agree. right across Completely. the street? What's wrong with you? No, because <laughs> Lord knows how many podcasts we got going this weekend. <laughs> this is true. So like, like listen, I'm, watching, uh, I'm covering a boxing match for ESPN in here. We're doing yeah, yeah, a lot in the studio. 
So, uh, no, we'll be at it. If you guys are in Vegas, make sure you guys come through. If you're not, make sure you guys buy it. Support everyone on AEW roster. Support Swerve. Wait, wait, wait. I got to... This, this this card is loaded. Since people are going to listen to this tomorrow, mm-hmm. was that triple threat just kind of like to let people know, like, if you're trying to figure out what the match of the night is, it felt like that triple threat was like, oh, yeah, I think I know what the match... Yeah, I know y'all out there trying to steal the show. We were just handing like, we were just handing out samples. That wasn't even the appetizer. Right. That's all. We were I hope out y'all open handing out samples and just crush it. Yeah. I hope you're the opening match Easy. and just set the bar yep. ridiculously high. No, because I'm here. I'm already hearing like like oh, what's going to be match tonight? No, no way that could be. I'm like, huh, all right, <laughs> like, receipt. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Not for like the that. thanks for the fuel, Brian Alvarez. Damn! <laughs> oh, yeah, hold that. Oh, uh, we're gonna take a break. I hear everything. Like swerve, swerve on it. Gotta uh, love this. Uh, you guys don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Tons more pro wrestling talk. Catch Swerve on Sunday. AW. Make sure you support his music as well. YouTube.com we backslash Swerve City Podcast. Keep growing the brand. Man is doing. Wait, when's everything. the Lisa Ann episode dropping? Uh, I can't tell you when it's dropping. Soon. But the the interview is definitely coming next week. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm, I'm on the. I'm just, and, wait, oh, you know what? Since I'm here, since I'm here, I'm gonna put this out there. At the end of the month, like we haven't even announced this yet. We even I haven't even talked to the team. So this is me just going rogue right now. We got a Showtime Laker coming on the show at the end of the month. I'm just saying. Oh. Okay. You know, winning so, time. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go in studio. Big and all. Big moves. It, I'm just saying for the pod. We appreciate you joining us on our pod. We really do. Appreciate you guys you. stick around. Don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. What up, everybody? Thanks for staying through the break. Shout out to Swerve coming through, blessing us in the opening of this pod. Like I told you, tons of pro wrestling going down in Vegas. So Swerve is guest number one. A lot more fun content talking to people. But before we have more guests, producer Cole Bebe is taking Swerve's spots here on the desk. It's a big seat to fill. That is a big seat to fill. Seat to fill. Swerve what? is amazing. Yes. What what an amazing grill. interview. You gotta have a grill. Yes. Oh, shit. That's next. Uh, all right. We're working on that. Uh, I'll call Swerve uh, now Now that we've had him on the show. I'll just be like, hey, can you just give like six pack of those? So you might be the only person more over than Swerve. No, I'm not. Swerve. We'll see. We're going to double or no. nothing. <laughs> my my Hell, goal. Was, I mean, my, 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 oh, my, my music played at the end of Rampage and, and yeah. some, some Adam guy came out. I don't know who that. I don't know. Who is that? Excuse me, sir. Gimmick. Yeah. Copyright infringement. Yeah. Hello. Cease and yeah. Desist. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, Adam, you, you're spelling Cole wrong. Um, and and AEW, you guys are spelling Cole wrong. Um, I demand some, and I'm not getting any money from the merch. It's a little weird. Um, gonna have to gonna have to talk with some maybe I'm, you know, when take Tony's in here. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that up the chain, Listen, Adam. We gotta, we gotta do this. I'm telling you this. I my goal is to get big enough in this podcast. Yeah. That I bring, like we we all go as a crew. Yeah. We go to an AEW event. Yeah. And somehow I get the entire section, our whole section. When it goes off to say producer Cole Bebe, the entire section that we're sitting. And then eventually it'll be arenas. And then no one's going to mention this Adam guy. He's going to come and do his entrance and everyone's going to say producer Cole Bebe. You know, at the last last pay-per-view, 
Adam was the most over person in the entire arena. I mean, it was Adam Page and Adam Cole. And and let me tell you, Adam won that evening. It was a good day for Adam. It's the end of the Adam era. All right. It's yes. the producer Cole Bay Bay era, man. Yes, I love it. So this is the plans going forward. Might not happen this week. Because no, we're nothing. Yeah, a little too soon. Too soon. Yeah, a little. little yeah, yeah, we're we're little, working on it. You have to plant the seed first. Yeah, this is the we're beginning. planting the seed. This is it. Yes, all three of us shall say producer Cole when the music hits, and then we'll start a thing. We'll start. We'll start the chain out there. Or we'll look like the assholes that is trying to start a chant and fail miserably. That's yeah. all right. Like, better than having a fucking beach ball. There's worse. <laughs> so, so I mean, we're not what? We're not hijacking what? the crowd. So we'll be all right. That's our one thing. Give us one thing, pro wrestling fans. But double or nothing, like I mentioned earlier in the show, shout out to Swerve. He's on the card. We talked a little bit about his match. We're going to run through the rest of the matches. Our thoughts, predictions. For me, everything that happens in the ring this weekend, just a cherry on top. I enjoyed the builds to a lot of these finishes. Yes. And the go-home shows, I finally watched. (laughs) <laughs> the one from Wednesday, because Dre talked it up so much, I had to make time to watch it. And then Rampage, everything else. It's often like if you watch a WWE product, not just to be shitting on WWE for the sake of it, like some AEW fans, but it's true. Like you watch your go-home show, it feels like nothing different. Could have happened a month ago. Like no- nothing changes. AEW is not that way. The triple threat we talked about was swear. Every- everything's building. All of these things are building. This first match is one that I feel like built to a perfect crescendo. Hookhausen. Oh. <laughs> what a pairing. What? When I'm telling you, like, I said, Hook and Dan House? They're both so over. But it's weird because Hook may be very nice. Dan House is very, very evil. Yeah. And very nice. Very nice. Very evil. But very evil. Hook and him, like, it's. It's blasphemous for me to say this. I don't care. Hot take alert. This shit's like the rock and sock connection. Hmm. I was thinking Booker T and Goldust. Okay, so, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, it's, it's perfect. Somehow so, it Hook works. says nothing. That's the best part about <laughs> it. Hook doesn't say a word. Just stand there and looks, looks at him with the sweats on. Yeah. And just pushes him out of the way. <laughs> Watch him get beat up. That's Shakes it. his head. <laughs> it's, it's amazing at this combo. So, we have Hookhausen versus Tony Nese. And Mark Sterling, I mean, Tony Nese, he's doing what he did in 205 Live, so I can't knock him. I mean, look, man. I, I support everyone who was on 205 Live. Of course you do. I'm sure Swerve <laughs> appreciated that. <Yeah. laughs> Nobody watches 205 until it was like, yeah, but I is, did. Yep. I kept you guys you, afloat. You have, you have the president of the 205 fan club sitting right here. No, on were, all three TVs back then. They were <laughs> literally like, we can't take 205 Live off the air because we have one viewer left. They, they had so three. Coming. They thought they had three. Yeah. Well, they all come from the same household. <laughs> same household. So we can't cancel it yet. And then the one week you didn't watch it, they was like, all right, time to go. Got rid of 205. Damn, Vince McMahon. So look, to me, there's only one way this match happens. It, it would make a lot of sense to a lot of people for if Hook beats Tony Nese. But it's Dan Housen pinning Mark Stone. I feel like it's the only way this match happens. Carry on Hook? Yeah, you can, you can do like a Nese and Hook. Soloing. Singles match. Yeah. But I think Dan Housen getting a pin on Mark Sterling in some comedic way, while Hook is over there trying to choke out Tony Nese is the way to go. Because Dan Housen got squashed by Tony Nese. He did. So there's no way he's getting the pin that way. So, I, yeah. I, I mean, they got to win, right? I can't see Hook. No, they got to win. Taking it out. Yes. But Dan Housen getting the pin 
would yeah. pop the crowd. Some voodoo shit. Yeah. Gotta curse him. Gotta curse him. Yeah. Were you cursed? Were you cursed? Because we had Dan Howes in I was, the Blue Wire studio. I was, uh, I was not cursed. Um, did you pay him lots of money? Uh, and, and, uh, I, I, did, I did not. Okay. Uh, but he, he was, money. you know, he, 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 was, he was very nice and very evil enough to sign our belt. And our belt is now very nice and very evil. So The belt is cursed. The belt might be cursed. I wonder if Dan Housen can uncurse me. Because every bet I make is like ooh. horrible. What if he like should have brought that up? Yeah, you yeah missed, curse you missed the window. You missed the window with Dan Housen. <laughs> Damn, that was my shot. Uh, all, all I gotta say for for this match is uh, that hot tag. Whatever, whenever that hot tag happens, that is going to be a hot tag. The whole crowd's just gonna erupt. Oh, because the crowd's gonna, oh. crowd, yeah. Oh, the crowd's gonna be like on fire when Dan Housen's in there, and then Dan Housen's gonna complete that tag. And oh, hooks coming, to, and just hooks gonna destroy everybody. <laughs> Before we go to the next match, one thing I want to make very clear about this is. The way that they've managed to make sure that the hook push didn't get out of control has been very well done. Like, hook was getting pushed, and then you saw people getting complaining. He's getting pushed harder than Scorpio Sky. He's getting pushed harder than this. He's on the buy-in, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still one of the most overacts. You can't help that the fans love him. I mean, look at the guy. Handsome devil. (laughs) But they've, they've managed to taper the expectations down a bit. Still put him in an enjoyable feud. And when it's time to take off, yeah, the Rockets there. You saying you don't have to light the fuse now? No, they didn't cool him off. Not at all. They just put him on like neutral. Yeah. <laughs> like just, I mean, put it. I don't know, and I'm gonna ask Tony this: whose idea was it to put him with Dan House? Yeah, like <laughs> if it happened to be Hooks, I'd cry. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> but that it was the perfect pairing that nobody saw coming. Nope. It was a segment, and I was like, oh, it's a cool little joke segment. And then weeks went on, and I was like, I really like this. Yeah. And it gives Tony Nese something to do. Tony Nese is great. Oh, Tony Nias is great. Uh, everyone's joke. Stop. It's great. <laughs> In case you were wondering. Going too far. Pour, uh, pour one out for 205 Live. Yes. Next match, Jade Cargill versus Anna J. Listen, man. The baddies aren't going anywhere. No, man. The baddies ain't going nowhere. Nope. Jade, right now, I respect Adam Page, is the best champion in that company. Yes. Yes. Any belt, any person. She's the best champion in that company. Kira Hogan, Red Velvet, as like a tag team all, with her in the faction. Works. works. Best looking faction. Yeah. So, like, like this all worked. The presentation works when they oh. come out. So. It's like Roman Reigns. Like it gives me that feel. It's, like it's a bloodline feel. Like him and the Usos. Like it just feels like, damn, they could take over like the whole roster. So real quick, because obviously all three of us think there's, yes. no, there's no chance. Anything's she better not lose for a year. Yeah. There's nobody on that roster that could beat her. But I want to take you up on something you dis- we discussed yesterday off air, that he has a secondary title. Yes. I disagree with that for this reason. Yes, I know it's called the AEW Women's title. And it's called the TBS title. But this feels very much like the Universal title and the WWE Championship, where Roman, when he held the Universal title, that was the top title. Yes. Jade Cargill is making this title. Like, this... It's like the fact that she's held it for so it doesn't feel like a mid-card title. No. And it feels like. But it is. Because you put that title on someone else. Well, but that's it's what I'm saying. It's not this. If you take the title off Roman Reigns and put it on anybody else, it feels like a secondary title again. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, but that's what I'm saying. The, the woman is making that title. Correct. But the title itself remains a secondary title. Is the universal There's, title a secondary title? It is when it's not on Roman Reigns. Then is it a secondary title? Yes. I mean, 
to be fair, when John Cena was doing the U.S. title, like, open, like, challenge or whatever, and raising the belt up, and Sami Zayn was coming out, and Kevin Owens, and then AJ Styles, that was the best title on the roster. John Cena made that the title. Well, no, it's not the same thing, because I think it's a clear distinction that the U.S. title is a secondary, quote-unquote, mid-card. time. I mean, she's the first title holder. But um, she feels so much more important. Yes. As much as we love Thunder Rosa being champion. She she could be the greatest IC champion of all time. It's just... Like, she's she's when Razor and Sean were in the ladder match for the IC title. And you're like, you know what? I mean, it feels bigger than... This is the biggest feud at WrestleMania. it It feels bigger than that. Is there any woman touching Jay Cargill in terms of presentation on that run? Oh, she should no. hold both belts. She doesn't need to hold both belts. That's then just... drop this one. I don't even know. Like, she's made this title. They'll come up with She something. needs to, yeah, catch like a roll-up. Like, I don't, I don't know. small package. I don't know if they even envision Jay progressing this well. Because, remember, I mean, let's be honest. She was green and shit. Like, she got that title. She was green. Still fairly green. She still is. But Doesn't she, matter. You can tell she's getting progressively better. She's still working on selling. Like you could tell, she's working with Brian Danielson. You can see it. Things are getting better for her. But I don't know how you drop this title to anybody right now. Nobody's close to Jade on that roster. No. But then again, why isn't she the main champion? Of she's too, she was too green. That's the thing. That was the key. The and key they, was that she was too green. Built, and now she's sped past everything. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. What let, a and let's be honest. Like, if she were to hold what we call the AEW women's title, more criticism would come that she's too green for that title. Because then you would say, well, like Serena Deeb and Sheeta, and like they would talk about in terms of workers. Yeah. Because she would have to carry, like, that's a mid card title. So the role, like, you put that on the worker. It's, it's different. <laughs> like, we can't play that by WWE rules. No. You gotta play not. by, because ECW, as much as the ECW Heavyweight Championship was the shit, Rob Van Dam made that TV title the most important thing on that show. He was also an incredible worker. Yeah, but it, New Japan the same way. Like, Shinsuke never touched the main title after losing it to Brock. Right? Yeah. Like, and, I mean, that's early. That was before he was the king of strong style. His entire, like, legendary Nakamura run was IC title. And it felt like he was the guy, the champion. Michael Jackson entrance. Like, he got all the top billing. He was only IC champion. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we all pick Jay. We'll the, the, the belt, yeah, I'll just say, like, to, to end on that note, like, the, the belts, they, they all mean whatever the star is doing for it, right? So, Jade is a huge star. Therefore, that title is carrying a little bit more weight. And that's just, that's, and that's nothing against Thunder Rosa. It's just Jade is, like, her character is just so larger than life that it's, it's taking over that division. And, and these titles, are, this title's brand new. So, it doesn't have a reputation of, you know, what's what's the Intercontinental title supposed to be? What is the U.S. title supposed to be, right? So we could, like, we're envisioning it as a mid-card title. Maybe it's not quite as mid-card as we think it is right now. And that's just based on that's her legacy. The history of wrestling. No, right? I, under- like, no like I understand. I understand. The TV title, yeah, the no, European no, no, no. championship. The, everyone's had these, like, the name of it so, gives the distinction of yeah, the mid-card yeah. title. Because it's like... TBS, TNT, like, sure. You know, it's like... Yeah. Stars star, Stars make the titles. Um, all I have to say is just uh, Anna J, don't die. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Don't get killed. because She's going to get pump kicked. There, there is a size discrepancy there, and <laughs> so I just just don't die. That's a muscle definition. Just Call in the Dark Order. Do something there. Oh. <laughs> Call him in. She got to toss John Silver around? Yeah. 
Oh, that'd be good. You see John yeah. Silver on, on Twitter? Honestly, yes. maybe that, the time may, life honestly that might be how that match goes. It's like all Dark Order comes in and just Jay just runs through all of them. That would be pretty sweet. It's having the that would be a really, life. yeah, it's like, let's put her more over by just having her demolish the entire Dark Order. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. And then we have House of Black versus Death Triangle. This match is going to be a It's not going to be that. No, not at all. Nope. And Ray Phoenix is back, which yeah. helps. I always hate when Ray Phoenix is in there. He's one of the best workers in the yeah, and that, and, injury, like and that injury was, yeah. It was, and they just kind of like Penta float and do nothing. So now it's just like, okay. I never, you know, I haven't been a big fan of Death Triangle. Just because I thought like, package is really weird in it. I like it. But, I mean, listen, I'll, I'll take it. Great workers. It's a match now where... I don't think they have to win. House of Black is kind of on a roll. And the presentation there, I mean, Buddy Murphy's just still the same guy. I liked him too. <laughs> but he's still, like, incredible. Um, Malachi Black, Brody King serves as the muscle in a great group. I want to see how far they elevate this group. No rush. I just, there's a lot of factions. But I think there's a faction that can stand above some of the others. So you're picking House of Black? Yeah. Yeah. I'm picking House of Black, too. I don't want them to. I think if they... God damn it. We got so many things to ask Tony. If you don't introduce this goddamn trio's titles, <laughs> like, you, we have to do this. And if, if it's House of Black, it's Blackpool Combat Club for the trio's titles, it's a pay-per-view match. Cole, Cole is there. He's sneaking in as, like, a manager. <laughs> I'm just, like, if you look at the trios, Kenny Omega's going to be back soon. He's going to be with the Bucks. Yep. Adam, Adam Cole. Red, Red Dragon. Dragon. Red Dragon, the elite. You have so many opportunities to make these trio titles mean something. Immediately. And as, as some people say it's too many bells. It might not be the right time. You don't have to defend them titles once a, a pay-per-view if you don't want to. Yep. Like, that, it's just time. Because then... Is the Taz faction still a thing? I don't know. We ain't seen Brian Cage. I mean, it's Powerhouse Hobbs and Starks obviously going for the tag title. Yeah, obviously, but I don't, I don't know if they have a third anymore. No, they don't, really. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe not. Hook? Is Hook their third? Well, you know how I feel about Hook. See, I feel Hook like eventually... Kinda, they kind of yeah. split him yeah. from that. And that, that I feel like it. that'll come back around soon enough. But they have enough six-man tags. Yeah, get, you get up. the best, best friends, Rocky Romero as a tag team. Like, there's things that you can do. You throw, throw any of the three from Jericho, yeah. Eddie yeah. Kingston, and... Um, oh, my God. Eddie Kingston and LAX? Yes. LAX, yep. Dog, this could be... They can headline almost any night on Dynamite Rampage for Easy. titles. This match, I, I want them to have the titles because I want House of Black to have motivation and purpose. Like, right now, they're there, but they, it's like, well, we're just beating people up. That's like the Blackpool Combat Club. We're just speaking people. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if they're going to pay off uh, the, uh, uh, what's the girl's name? Um, the girl with the eye patch. Um, oh. Julia Hart. Yes. I wonder if they're going to pay that off in any way. It feels like it's got to happen, right? Right? Because, like, the whole thing has been, like, her, like, being, like, like turned to the dark side. Yep. So, like, she, I think she works into the finish here somewhere. Hmm. Okay. Like as not sure, new recruits? Not, not sure how, but she's just going to factor into the finish somewhere. Like maybe lights go out, she appears in the middle of the ring or something like that. And it's yeah. like, it stops. It just like stops the momentum from Death Triangle. Of like, oh God, you know, don't hit her. And then, you know, they win. 
or something like that. Well, I've, wait, seen, I, I've seen yeah. Pence a package pile driver women before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, he don't care. <laughs> he don't care. That's the wrong guy. <laughs> but Death Triangle can take this L. I think we're all okay with it. Yeah. Alistair Black can take the win. Yep. I don't know who gets pinned in this match. Maybe Penta. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good wrestling in this match. Yeah, I mean, this is like the sleeper for match of the night. Mm. Yeah, not the complete sleeper. We'll get to the we, complete sleeper in a minute. I was gonna say there's multiple candidates. There's multiple the complete, candidates. Complete sleeper. But you look at this match, and a lot of people don't think much of it in terms of like, oh, it's just a match on the card. But the last time we had a six man tag on the pay per view, House mm-hmm. of Black, they tore that shit down. Bonkers. Yeah. So, but yeah, House of Black. House of Black. And then next match, House of Black. Oh yeah, my shenanigans. But uh, uh, you know, Hardys versus Young Bucks, Elite versus Delete. Yo, I mean, we've seen a ladder match, obviously, yes. before they signed a WWE. I just, I would like to shout out the Hardys for for the the promo that they had at Dynamite with, of of middle aged extreme. Yes, <laughs> whatever <laughs> that term not was phenomenal. I was like, I popped for that. I was like, you know what? I think we're all feeling that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little slow run. Yeah. <laughs> can't can't really get it like we used to, but, yeah. still but, but we're still gonna probably jump off ladder, go through table. Yeah, we're, we're gonna kill ourselves. Yeah, we're dead. So. Are, are we getting broken, Matt and brother? Oh, uh, please! I, I hope it goes that way. That's why, again, I hope the Bucks win, and then we get like. A turn to Matt Nero. And let's continue it. Yeah. Bucks, Bucks ain't doing nothing else. Look, Buck, this is another match. Bucks don't need to win, but they should. They should. This is a match that they should win because. Continue the storyline. Shout out to Swerve. Yeah. If you are the baby face and you win, it's the end of your narrative. Yes. This way, if you're a baby face and lose, now we got more on the bone. We yeah. can do more. Let's kill Brother Nero in this match. <laughs> well, let's kill Jeff Hardy and turn him into Brother Nero. Yes. Broken Matt resurrects him. In the, in the, oh, let's get all weird. Let's just get funky with ah, it. At this point. Wonderful. Yeah, let's, let's just go. <laughs> so, yes, Young Bucks. Young Bucks. Yeah, Young Bucks. Can you be Broken Matt for Halloween this year? Like, I just get the I, Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just, that would be a dream come true. Let's let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. I feel like that's, that's the way out. we're going to get you. Yeah. Smock. And then. Bro- uh, broken producer Cole Bebe. I'm I'll drive the I'm, lawnmower. I'm <laughs> more of lawn. More of lawns. Oh, we got to get a Vanguard in here? What's the budget of Blue yeah. Eyes? Yeah, we got we we a Vanguard. Vanguard 2. <laughs> Where are you, Vanguard 2? Right out there at the pool, at the wind. Yeah. <laughs> you get the Vanguard shot. Just you. Oh my oh, god! I, like I, I mean, we've had we've had a lot. I think it's it's fun. Like we've had a lot of the delete chance and all that stuff, but we need the we need the obsolete part back yes. in there. Yes, we do. Oh man, that's that's that going to be amazing. Still, oh god, so good. And then we have Jericho's new crew. I'm not calling the appreciation society the sports entertainers. Yeah. Uh, listen, Jericho's a wizard. Oh, listen, yo, this, light the dude on fire. Fireballing people. The, this when this came together, I was like, "Well, they just disintegrated the inner circle for this, right?" Yep. And then, like a week into it, I was like, "I'm good," because Jericho is brilliant. He's just, the wizard. What is Hager still doing? He's just hanging on. <laughs> um, he's just hanging on. But the fact that Jericho is this wizard thing and this whole sports entertainer angle is phenomenal. And you know who I love? 
No, I'm like the biggest. Yes. The, the Ever Rise. Yes. <laughs> 2.0, baby. Those are my they guys. They cut off the music. Those are my guys. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's so much good. And then Daniel Garcia coming in is like, I'm a sports entertainer. And we know you're a pro wrestler. <laughs> Quit playing. <laughs> He's they, wearing the blue backwards beret. Yeah. Like, it's it, it looks so horrible, but he's like, yeah, oh, I'm rocking it. But this is arena really? anarchy, and this there's gonna be blood in this match. Oh, They're going yeah. to be everywhere. Everybody's gonna get killed in this match. There's no way that <laughs> Kingston, the Blackpool, and LA. There's no way they lose this match. No. Somebody from 2.0 is getting. He's gonna be the one that gets killed. Oh yeah, I mean it should be Hank. But no, no, one of the guys are 2.0. That's no, what they do. Two, yes, that's what they do. They take They're, the L. Much like uh, they did in NXT. I saw some of the indie stuff. Shout out to Justin Ivy, who like put me on to them before when they were like 3.0. Um, that's what they do. They lose. But they're like the funniest jobbers yes. ever. They're great. Incredible. There's no, listen, the big bump will happen in this match. Somebody's taking a nasty bump. It's gonna be a nasty spill between Moxie and Danielson. They're gonna kill somebody. Yeah, I'm. I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of chatter of like, especially from Jericho, being like, "This will be something akin to Stadium Stampede." Yeah, I. I mean, and it's gonna be through the arena. Yeah, which and, we, if we can recreate any kind of moment of the golf cart and Kenny Omega going, that was great, <laughs> and Sammy Guevara just. Just, that's just give me the memes. There's also match. there's also very something very brilliant about watching Eddie Kingston just like that tag match on Dynamite. The whole tag match, he's just grabbing shit from under your ring and throwing it at Dante Martin. <laughs> like he's like abusing him. He has like no interest in wrestling a match. He's like, what can I find under the ring? He's just crazy. Yeah, he's just crazy. And he just he's runs not around. Even, he doesn't even look in the ring for half the match. <laughs> Moxley's working the match and he's just like stomping around, like grabbing stuff. That's what he's gonna do this whole match. They're going to grab the most ridiculous weapons. We probably should go out to the vending area because that table's probably going to get broke. Oh, yeah. We, Popcorn machines. Just, the dipping dots, if they're out there, they're going to be throwing yeah. on somebody. We're just going to watch it from, like, the mezzanine level <laughs> so we can, like, follow it around. I'm, it's going to be great. Oh, incredible. Anna. And then we have, after that, story of the night. I'm going to be matching them. Story of the night. MGF versus Warrior. The build... I thought it was going to take a little longer for them to split. Perfect time, perfect build. MJF, like with the 10 lashes, is like a great like gimmicky build into everything. But I mean, on the mic, he is the best. I, I think it's a work. All of his like free agency, you WWE, you, you don't know ever what's a work with this man. Look, but I tell you this much. Tony ain't letting his ass go. No. Now I got to talk to Tony first to know this. He ain't going nowhere. Guys, I've said this before. I've, I shadowed MJF for three days in New York. I followed him around for three days in New York. I could never tell if he was working. I still don't know if those are his parents in the crowd. Well, look, <laughs> I was going through my text the other night when me and MJF were texting. I'm, I won't share him. But there's, in the text, he calls me, and, and he goes, well, where are you staying at? And I told him I was staying at, like, Moxie's. Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, you can just stay at my parents' house. And I didn't think about this until recently. I was like, was he fucking working me? Because <laughs> he was like, you know, I got an extra bedroom at my mom's house. I come to Long Island. You know, we stay, you can stay at my mom's house. He's like, don't worry about it. It's nothing. If I would have said yes, what would have happened? Oh, you would have not had a hotel room? And then his parents' house 
may or may not have still been. I don't know. <laughs> and he could have just been guys. Been this, is, this is 2019 that this happened. Yeah. This like, is right before AEW. Yep. And I didn't know if he was working me and I didn't even think about it. Like I went back through my texts. I was like, this dude invited me to stay at his parents' house. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. MJF, I don't care. Do you remember this argument on Twitter? Would you rather have Braun Breaker or MJF? Come on, guys. I feel like that worked its way out already. Not, not a conversation. Who, who's better than MJF as a heel right now? Anyway, no there's one. Roman Reigns, right? He's a different incredible. level. Yeah, he's a different level. Right. MJF, I don't even know if he's like... He's 24. Yeah, he surpassed a bunch of shit. But no, MJF is a heel by nature. Like, really? the WWE has crafted Roman Reigns as a heel. Right. Right? Like, that's a creation. MJF is a heel. Like, this is just him now. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's, this is Ric Flair in the 80s. Where I'm not sure if there's any more separation between man and character. No, like, man. Three people, maybe in his life, and I might be generous because I know he has like a girlfriend or like a fiance. I'll give him two more people. Three people on earth might see this guy out of character. Yeah. Outside of that, every this is his life. This it's 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 Roddy Piper meets Ric Flair. Mm. Put them two together, mm. and the heat is just nuclear. In a world that we think that heels are cool, yep. he's found a way to make us hate him still. And everyone in AEW is over and the crowd cheers for Nope. He don't care. Nope. So much so is that everybody he works gets to a better place. Yeah. Now, to translate that into Wardlow, this guy came in looking like a WCW power plant guy. And now he looks like a potential movie star. Yeah, he's good. Not, he's not just good. The presentation is incredible. Walking out with security. Everybody's chanting Wardlow. It feels like the Goldberg thing again, but it's different. Yep. Beats the shit out of security every time they try to pull up on him. The no music part is great, too. No music because MJF took it from him. Shout out to Thompson. Yeah. But <laughs> this, this all is, look, Wardlow's, uh, Wardlow might not win this match. I agree. He should. I'm going with lot Wardlow of, to win this going match. With but would you be surprised if MJF found a way to win? No. But Wardlow needs him. He doesn't. Because if, if MGF wins by crook, there's still meat on that bone. Okay. Here's the thing about Wardlow. If Wardlow wins in dominant fashion, it's going to be hard to keep him out of that title picture. Because he's there. You look at me like, you can put the title on him and it looks right. If he loses, just like we talked about with Swerve, there's more story to this. Okay. There's more revenge. That means... MJF has been getting people to deal with him. Who is he going to get next? Yeah, there's shenanigans. Shenanigans are going to, he's not going, obviously he's not going to be clean and he's going to spend it, most of that match well, running well, away. Next, next would be somebody from New Japan. Well, well it does. In the, M- in the crossover, like forbidden door thing. But, like, But does MJF get somebody, like, do we get a debut? Do we get a Cesaro? We're going to get oh, someone. Do we get play. the return of Miro to deal with Wardlow? MJF's going to pay somebody. He ain't going out like a bitch. Sean <laughs> no, no. Spears, he's probably done with after getting cracked over the head with a chair. He needs muscle. He's not an idiot. I think now I've taught myself into it. MJF is winning this match. Yeah, I think MJF wins. But it, like most of the match will be built around him running away from Wardlow. Like, yeah. That match is going to start and the bell's going to ring and he's just going to look and then just start running around the ring yeah. and we're going to be doing this like just this 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 cat and mouse game the we're whole time. We're getting a debut. Dude, we had Some, Something's got to happen for MJF to win and it, it would require somebody else coming in. Is it is it Killer Cross? 
Hill Cross was this close was. to signing with AEW. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I mean, I think you've talked me into a debut, but I still think MJF loses. And then Wardlow is happy about the loss and gets wrecked then by the debuting person. And then MJF and the debuting person like kind of celebrate afterwards with a, a Wardlow win, but he gets wrecked by MJF's new match. Something's, something's got to happen. No I don't way think it's end. Cesaro. I think Cesaro's going to be super big. He probably will. He will be. I, I Miro's think, a good choice. I think, I, think, I think I know who they are, but I won't say. I'm gonna... Are you not giving the prediction? Cesaro. You think it's going to be Cesaro? Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to boo Cesaro. It's going to be really, really hard, hard to boo Cesaro. Even if Miro comes back, it's hard to boo Miro. Yeah. I don't know who else, unless it was like fucking Bray Wyatt. Oh, my God. Or Rotunda. <laughs> Not Is that what he's going by now? That's his name. He's a Rotunda. No, I know he's a Rotunda. I don't but know like, what he'd be going by in age. I don't, I don't, I changed his Twitter name to something. I just yeah, don't know. It just it. feels like, but either, MJ's got to bring somebody. He can't somebody. be Warlow yeah, Warlo by himself. I'll give you that. And then next match, Britt Baker versus Women's Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final, which we still have to figure out. We're recording this before... Rampage. We know yes. it'll be Ruby Soho. It'll yeah, be, it'll, Ruby it's Soho. between Soho and Chris Statlander. Even though, I mean, they really like Statlander. They do, but this is this is Ruby's moment. This is like everybody was like, "Oh, they haven't done Ruby right. They haven't done Ruby right." No, this is Ruby's moment. Okay, they've waited. I just was, want a good match. Yeah, I just want a good match too. But I feel like this is the time. Ruby doesn't need the title. She needs to win this. Yep. And this, it's not as big as a title. I don't know what they give the winner for this, but it's going to be significant. Sure, they're going to win a title shot. Somewhere. But yeah. I feel like it's, you know. Oh, it, hopefully, it's not immediate. No, it won't be. Yeah. It won't be. But yeah. Ruby's got, I feel like Ruby has to win. This I kind of wish there was a stipulation in, in, in this matchup. Because that's where I think Britt excels best yeah, in. Is when, when very Roman Reigns. A little, a little Triple H-ish. Yeah. Where it's like, it, like the, 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 the comp for Triple H is like, regular match is like, all right. Blood in it? Great. Yeah, that- <laughs> I, w- I wish there was something that that gave a little bit of an edge to it. Obviously, I understand why it's just a singles tournament. Um, but I think I agree. I think it's Ruby Soho that advances uh, this evening. Um, and then yes, Ruby Soho goes on to win. And hopefully, hopefully, it can be some somewhat of a night stealer. Hopefully. And then Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole, men's main event. Whoa, I mean, we've seen this in a in Whoa. NXT, but. This is different. That crowd is going to be thermonuclear. Yeah. That crowd is going to be, they're both so over. And uh, Cole's going to win. If the stipulation is what I think, where you get a title shot down the line, Adam Cole is going to be AEW champion before the end of this year. I don't know if it'll be before the end of this year. I think think a lot of things keep changing. I think he's in line to probably beat We'll get to that in a second. Um, I don't think Samoa Joe will win because he carries the ROH television title right now. And there's that lingering feud with Jay Lethal. I just think he wants to rest. <laughs> like, yeah, he just wants to work. A good match. And also, and I, he'll probably put that belt up in the Forbidden Door. I would think. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out a heel winning this Owen Hart tournament. How does Adam Cole carry it? Shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? This is also a good spot for a debut. Owen Hart for won somebody. King of the Ring and was an asshole when he won it. 
I'm saying he's gonna go full Owen Hart if he wins this. But the oh, trophy. Is that man a slammy? And yeah, the slammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's going full Owen Hart when he wins this. But I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I think Adam Cole gets gets the win here. Um, Red you know, Dragon. I, will I hate to see Samoa Joe's lose at anything. Like he's not he's but not he the best wrestler to win anymore. I just love some. I, th- I think I think go. everybody's winners by this match just being created. Yep. Yeah, the match is happening. We're all just like this is happening. So it's funny because everybody that at the towards the end of WWE, both their WWE runs was like, oh, Samojo's got nothing left. Blah blah blah. Adam Cole's the same guy. Look, man, they're getting this match. If y'all don't like them, that's on y'all. This is a hell of a match. I mean, Joe did go out on like a sour note, right? It ain't his fault. There's nothing you can no. really do. Wearing he a, want, he had to wearing, take the title off a cross. Wearing a poncho at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, but Joe Dirty. He was great on commentary. Whatever. I'm glad he's working. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. Um, Cole, Cole's gonna win, but Cole's gonna be, um, uh, hurting, a lot. Uh, yeah, he's I gonna think be in pain. It's gonna be uh Damn, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to figure out if there's a way that Cole uh, wins this clean. I don't. <sighs> I, I don't think he can't. I mean, just based on like the size disparity of them, I feel like this is another spot where it's a really good, it's a really good place for someone to debut. This could this could also be a Cesaro spot. I don't know. Mm. It'd be a mm. little. I, I mean, I guess we're we're still under the impression of like anywhere where Cesaro comes in, it's shenanigans and he's a heel. <laughs> but I don't know. Does Cesaro love Owen Hart? I don't know. We all just want Cesaro to debut. We Cesaro. all just want Cesaro to debut because we miss we, we miss, miss Cesaro him and we know. We know that he's been underutilized for so many years. Get back in there, Swiss. Yes. We want, we want Claudio. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Come, come, yo, call Chris Hero. See what he's doing. He's you he's a wrestling You know, guy. actually, going back to another match that could be a great spot for, uh, for Cesaro would be uh, the uh, Black, uh, Blackpool Combat Club with, with Jericho. It, would, it wouldn't even be fair. Because it would make a lot of sense for him to come in with Regal and... Um, Moxley and Danielson as like further reinforcement. You but, know how scary that would be? Listen, listen. Put Cesaro or Claudio yeah. in Blackpool Combat Club. Right. And then you get Kenny Omega to come back. Oh my word. Everybody gonna die. Like, yeah, it's just it, yeah, everyone everyone's <laughs> going to be dead. Um, no one survives. I don't know what happened to Wheeler Yuta, but Oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. He's in uh he's in the best super junior. Ah, uh, okay. So I figured he's work. He's working. Oh, I can't wait for Super Junior. It's, like it's on now. Time. The problem is with New Japan, which we won't talk about, is the product just hasn't been good. No. And, I, and most people have canceled the New Japan World subscriptions because the app is terrible. That is me. That was the same way. So eventually, I'm going to go back and watch all this. Yeah. But that's where really you does that right now. Okay. So, you know, either way, yeah, hey, I think if, Hey, you know, if, if for Forbidden Door, hey, Kenny, I know you might not be healthy, but can 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 we somehow just get a face-off with him and Okada, please? Just just to... Just to I think Okada oh, comes. Can we get a face-off with Ibushi? Ooh. At Forbidden Door. Lord knows what Ibushi's status is. Who cares? If he just like, shows up at Forbidden Door, I don't care if he stares down everybody. If he shows up every match, he just looks people in their eyes. Just leave. Uh, I'll fight all you. Him <laughs> Uh, him and Danielson, like, stare down. Forget about it. Him and Moxley. Him give, it, and, give it all the stars. Him and Danielson. Anybody. All the stars. Nine and a half. Yeah, right yeah. now. Meltzer, oh Meltzer don't got enough stars Mel- in his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my stars. My stars. <laughs> like, Meltzer, the match hasn't even happened yet. There's 11 stars. Doesn't even matter. Broke it. Doesn't even have to be in the Tokyo Dome. No, I don't. It doesn't. <laughs> that shit could be right here in Blue Wire. Oh, it doesn't studio. care. Uh, Ten-star match. Uh, next one, Jurassic Express 
versus Team Taz. Here's my sleeper for match of the night. Lee and Swerve. And, and, and we're a little biased because Swerve was in here, but yes. that's triple threat. Holy shit. Uh, Amazing can, match. Can, can we just talk about uh, fucking, and you were right on top of it uh, at the when we were recapping the wrestling awards uh, at the end of the year and looking forward to who would be the next breakout star. Ricky Starks is. He's it. He fucking has it. Oh, he's got it. He space. had that crowd on a string. He's he's it. the real He deal. is it. I mean, I that and it was like it was it was one thing. It's one thing watching on TV, but just being in the crowd for for Rampage and watching Ricky Starks work and how he was able to work the crowd. Let alone his his meme of 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 yelling at the guy in the front row and fucking <laughs> owning that guy. It's just the way he tells a match. With like him and MJ are the best in in AEW by like telling the story of the match with their face yeah. and just emoting everything that's that that he does. Every move has a purpose, and he it's just, it's phenomenal. What you can't take your eyes off Ricky Starks. He's unbelievable. It's amazing. You look at these three in this match, and like Jungle Boy is recognized as one of the four pillars of AEW. But then you look at those two, Swerve and Starks, and you're like, well, can we add two more? Because the way that Ricky worked that match and the way Swerve looked, like these guys are built together. Now, these guys are the three small guys in this triple threat. Yep. You still got Powerhouse, Keith Lee, and Luchasaurus. Yo. They're gonna, there's going to be a moment when those three are just staring each other down in the ring. And we're just going to all stand and pop. Big men bumping me. Yeah, big meaty men. Big meaty men slapping me. Oof. <laughs> uh, but who wins is the question. Is it time for... Swerve's my dude. No, I love Keith Lee. Keith Lee's always been my guy. They lose. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like they're going to put the titles on Swerve and Keith. I you mean, know, they could. You know, WWE logic says Swerve loses, wins, then wins. Well, yeah, but I don't think we're group. going that route. Either. I don't think so. Like, they'd be a great tag team, you know, to hold some belts and, and be all right. But Ricky Starks, just that heel dynamic with hot, like, that's, again, what is with me in, like, the crazy hyperboles and, like, the blasphemy? But that's like Sean and Diesel, right? Like you it's are just, with crazy hyperbole, not like to that level, but like as a comparison. No, but it it is. It's I mean, a the, similar in nature pairing that you're, if they're tag champs, you'd be like, I get it because they're both going to be should be big things separate. So here's my take on this one. Christian's got it. He's turning heel. I don't know when it, where it's happening, but the way Christian has played this could be like Edge. Him and Edge are on the same career trajectory. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> there's a Jungle Boy Christian Cage match that's waiting Ooh, to happen. Okay, I didn't think of that. And if we pull that out, that means Lucha Express is losing. I mean, Lucha Express, Jurassic Express is losing. Time for them to lose. And if you look at the cachet that Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks has built, it just feels right for them to be tag team champions right now. Which also leads you to go, well, we're not necessarily even done with, with Ricky Starks and Swerve. And Keith Lee, and Powerhouse, there's singles matches in there as well. Yep. I just feel like Starks with like yes, he has the FCW title, but Starks having real gold. It's they're going to be hard to beat. Going to have two titles. It between MVP. between the promo Obnoxious. ability, yes, between the <laughs> promo ability and the work ethic. I don't know how you beat these guys. So I'm going with Starks and Powerhouse. Team Taz gets some titles. All right. 
We're on the same page. You, you, you've talked me into it. I was originally thinking Jurassic Express might still hang on to the titles here. But, That's what we said last pay per view. But I'm also but and 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 I, I was picked, gonna, I was I gonna, picked gonna, Jurassic Express last. You pay-per-view. did, and, and it I, pissed and, me off. And, and even now. then, I was gonna say reluctantly because I still I'm not quite sure like where they would go after that. But you talked me into it with Christian Cage doing some shenanigans. So I think I think they they appear like they're going to win, and then yeah, I I think uh, it would be it'd be Ricky and, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, and if Christian turns heel, then the heels are winning. Because the other babyface team ain't going to capitalize no. on a guy turning heel. So then we have Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb, Women's World Championship. Thunder Rosa returns. It's going to be a good match. It'll be a good match. Thunder Rosa returns. This ain't the women's title match of the night. <laughs> like, It'll probably be the best worked women's match. Of the night. Sure. Yes. But, yeah. Thunder Rosa, this will... AW cards don't have bathroom breaks. Like, I respect that. But this is not... A match where I'm gonna be like, wow, match of the night. I don't know, it could be. Deeb is really good. She is. I, I'm not invested. I am. I love it. Some people didn't like Deeb's promo when she dragged Dustin in there and talked about how she get, get implants at WWE. But it was almost a babyface promo, which pulled a lot of people out of the feud. Thunder Rose is the babyface. Yeah. Either way, though, I think Thunder Rose wins. I think so. Yeah, I think, I think that, th- yeah, I mean, I don't think Thunder Rosa's had enough time with the belt to lose it yet um yeah i i think it, I'm, I'm interested to see how how this all gets worked. it is definitely going to be a a workers match yeah, yeah. they're going they're going to work the shit out of this um i may grab so, a soft pretzel i'm not no, <laughs> i i think there's i gotta there's, eat at some point during this is 11 matches on the call i mean i'm inter- i'm actually if anything yeah I'm, I'm interested to see like if this fo- if this follows the triple threat tag match i'm gonna feel really bad yeah, for, yeah. I, I hope they don't do that to them yeah. because that's gonna exhaust it. I don't know what. I don't know where exactly like, it's gonna fall. Where are you, where are you putting this? Yeah, MJF Wardlow maybe. Maybe or maybe you open so, the show with it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. No, you can't. You can't put it before the other women's title match because again, it'll feel point. like the lesser title. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. So you gotta put it after that. Yeah, space it out. We shall. You, we we shall see. Put you in a pickle. Yes. Um, main event: Hangman Adam Page for CM Punk. All right. Um. Here it is. Here it is. What are you doing? CM Punk is winning the title. Here's why. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this to Cole. Yep. And I'm, Watch I'm all in on this. Again. The, the, the segment with the face-off? Yeah. CM Punk saying it's all business. He's goading Adam Page into like, being bitter and looking like the heel. Page says in, his, in, in this face-off, I can say things about you that I'm not going to say out loud. But I know I'm defending AEW yeah. against you. We, like ruins come. Someone broke it down on Twitter. It was phenomenal. But it's not that. There's something else there. The new car shine is off of Punk. He can be booed now. Yeah, he can be, he can heel. be healed oh, now. Yeah. Punk winning the title at this stage, whoever works him, because like it, Mark Ramondi's article just came out about Punk putting the next generation over. Yep. Punk having that title elevates it even further. And as heel Punk is the best Punk. Yep. By a fucking country mile. Adam Page is not a heel. And he may not be here forever. No. So you put the title on him now. He works. A lot of young talent gets in that title picture. They're get, all getting the rub by Punk, which means everything feels more important. Maybe he teams back up with Joe. May, like, there's something there. But ultimately, Punk is turning heel in this match. Because I know he's been chomping at the bit, but he couldn't do it. Yeah. He's tested the water. He tested the water in Long Island with MJF 
about being a heel. And people booed him. And I know that was like, I can do it. I can turn heel and people will buy into it. Now's the time. That all business, that's petty punk. Yeah. That's underhanded punk. We need that punk back. That punk carrying the title, best version of punk. I hope. Also, one other thing. Think about the feud you get out of punk being a heel. Moxley. Danielson. Who knows when Omega's coming back? Omega's probably going to be working Adam Cole. Yeah. You don't need to put Adam Cole in there. I'm not saying you get everyone besides Cole. Yeah, you don't need, but that's why I don't know if Cole gets a title this year. Because I feel like if Punk gets a reign, it's going to be a kind of a lengthy reign. Yeah. He defends in Chicago. I tell you that he ain't losing in September if that's, he becomes champion. That's what's going to be my other reason. Who better than Punk to walk into Chicago as champion? As champion. We love Hangman Page. I think he's had a great run. But I don't think this will be his last AEW title. I think this could be Punk's first and only title. But I think as the heel, the title is so much bigger. Jericho took that title to another level when beating Adam Page. Now Punk does it. Cheats to win. A new version of Punk. We're off to the races. I'm all right with that. And not to fantasy book too far in the future. But Punk has to drop that to a babyface black wrestler. He could. Because I feel like that's just something Punk would do. And he'd be like, yo, like, you build up a Keith Lee for six months. Punk would drop a Keith Lee. Like, he would drop it to swear. And I didn't arbitrarily say that Joe and, and Punk would team up just throwing names out there. They have a real friendship. Yeah. Like, look, Punk and Joe versus Moxley and Danielson? And let's be clear. I'm not a fan of babyface Joe. No, exactly. And he's been a babyface, like, in NXT a little bit, main roster a little bit. And it was fine. There's no Joe. Like, he'll, no, there's no Joe. Like, he'll, there's no Punk. Like, we have been convinced that we love Punk as a babyface. Fucking lie. Yeah. The best version of Punk has always been here. Ring of Honor Punk, this version of Punk. Like, when Punk got to WWE and was a babyface, no, we were all like, come on. When he turned heel with Jeff Hardy, which Straight is the- Edge Society Punk. It's still the best Punk. People talk about his fuse. They talk about the John Cena fuse. It was the Jeff Hardy fuse. Oh. When he talked about him being an alcoholic. <laughs> he put everything out there. The Taker feud. Like we love pouring out the ashes of Paul. Come on, man! Come on. We talk about Punk as a babyface, how great he is. No, imagine these promos of him as a heel in AEW with no restrictions at all, cutting loose on all the babyfaces. Come on, man! Punk's got to win. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, he was not the babyface in the John Cena feud. We just all liked him. Yeah. But he doesn't he, have to he be the clear cool heel. heel. He was taking the yeah. belt and leaving. He, was, like, he, he, he doesn't have heel. to be the cool heel in this company. No. no. He, he can be the asshole. He, he can be, fuck you. Damn, that Taker feud was so good. Yeah. I, I, think, all, I think one of the, the, the most telling aspect of, uh, uh, and when you were kind of bringing up this idea, was the, those, those, the promos in the ring on Dynamite. And the thing that stuck out to me the most was Punk's posture. I know it's a little weird thing to notice when you're at a wrestling show, but again, storytelling, it's not just your words, but how you're standing there and he's kind of hunched over and his hands are behind his back. It's just all business. Super I don't know. Necessary. I don't understand. Jorge I don't understand what you're so upset about. Yes. Goading him. I don't Gaslighting. know. This is all business. And like, everyone's like, oh yeah, it's all business. He just wants a title. He's got it. He's got him. He's Always. got He's got like, you know, like the, you got the tablecloth on the table and you got all the drinks. He's like literally grabbing the tablecloth right now and he's just about to yank it. You know, what it. you know what it reminds me of? Austin Rock 
WrestleMania 17, Ooh. when Austin was like, I need that title more than anything in the world. Yep. And then he turns heel. But all the seeds were planted before that match that Austin was going to turn heel. We just weren't paying attention because we loved Austin so much. Yep. Same thing's happening with Punk. That was a horrible heel. It's, I mean, <laughs> but it's it a great planted. season finale. Yeah. The execution following that was terrible because nobody bought into it. Yeah. I, I, I think, I, I think if, if there's anything to look forward to from, from this, it would be, um, you know, CM Punk doing this double turn, getting booed, and then dynamite on that Wednesday. And he's got the belt, and he just sits cross-legged on the ramp. What the hell is he going to say? Give him a microphone. Just let him fucking roll and, and say whatever the hell In he LA. wants. Last Woo! thing, last thing. Wouldn't it be poetic to, for him to win the title? The last time he was in Vegas, he dropped the pipe bomb. Now he's back winning the title. His first visit to Vegas since that. As a heel. There's very, As a heel. There's very uh, full circle. You got to do it, when man. When he name-dropped every other company, now he goes into it. Name-dropped New Japan. Name-dropped all... Now he goes into a pay-per-view pretty much with New Japan as the champion. Again, if you want debut, if you want like, because there'll be some debuts, there'll be some teases. Punk wins the belt. I'm still not changing my, my answer. But if he wins the belt and Okada comes out and stares down Punk to end it, and it's just the Rainmaker money comes down. I mean, you don't have to do that. You want, you want, you want to know what you do? That's ace versus that's that's mm. top guy versus no, top no, no, guy. No, 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 no. Penta comes out. Oh, we've been waiting for that. The real GTS. Thank you. That is the match. That's for the, the forbidden cross- door. That match. is match. Yes. Him but versus Kenta. Heel Punk. Yeah, I stole your shit. Fuck you. <laughs> like it's and, mine now. And oh, Punk is just saying cross leg, and Kenta just comes and sits cross leg in front of him. I'm telling you, man. What? I'm if, losing my shit. If there's any time to turn Punk heel, it's right. Right now, and 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 this should uh, not not to uh, disparage anything that uh, Adam Page has done with his title, right? Because he he's 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 worked the shit out of that belt, and it's I'm, been mostly on TV matches. I ain't gonna lie to you, it is losty, and there's no disrespect to him, but it's just being objective. It started off so hot, and I think we've accomplished. There it. was only one way to go. Yeah, we yeah. got what we wanted out of Adam. Page. That's it. I remember the D, the Daniel Bryan matches. I remember. Yeah. But the last three or four months, it's been all right. It's, it's been down, but because it started so hot. Again, so now it's time. Going back to what Swerve said, the babyface story was complete. He finally got what he wanted. Now where you go? Yeah. Well, the best thing for you to do is to lose, get embarrassed. I mean, Punk could beat that match and drop a pipe bomb. Yeah. Telling us how he hoodwinked everybody, including Paige. Like, I'll, I'll tell you. Like, he could say, oh, Paige, you don't have to say it because I'm going to say it. I'm going to say that I did all this underhanded shit oh, to get Oh, shit. Here. I didn't even think. He ain't going to wait till Dynamite. He's going to sit cross-legged on the ramp with the damn belt and do it right there. Because he's like, has to I, did, the GTS. I, did, I did this once in Vegas before. I might as well do it again. Yeah. Kenta too, has to hit him with the GTS. There's too many building blocks here. Yeah. It's too much. So, yeah. Oh, like he did Naito and then sat cross-legged on yeah. Naito's back right. after he won the championships. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Punk, man. I can't move off that. I agree. I think this is the time. You're sticking with Paige. I'm sticking with Paige, but I like you guys' idea. <laughs> like, I, I just got to be hard-headed. But, nah, man, that that is... If it plays out like this, we'll have a blast on Sunday night. We're going to have a blast anyway. Regardless. I don't think the show can... They deliver every time. There's a lot of fucking good wrestling on yes. this card. And then you're just always surprised. Yeah. Always. Like, 
a brother Nero, like in Matt Hardy, surprised would be crazy. I mean, look, man, where is Jay White? Jay White could come out at a point. Got, I mean, you're going to start Johnny Gargano being... can come out at a point. I don't think Johnny Claudio can come out. Why not? I don't think he's ready to come out. I think we're still a Johnny little... Johnny can pop up on Adam Cole. Yeah. I... And people lose their shit. I just... It could happen. Don't get me wrong. I just think Johnny's still in daddy mode. I think he's like sure. squeezing out that first year. Like after StarCast. He's got that StarCast appearance. I don't think he was signed to AEW then do something in Nashville down the street from WWE. Never know, though. He could. I think the Gargano debut will be later this year. Okay. And it'll be big. There's just people still to come. Of course. And by the way, if you get a Bray Wyatt debut, you got to do that shit in October. Like, you just got to be, like, super creepy. Hey, whatever works. But, um, yeah, no, I look forward to it. We appreciate everyone for listening. Shout out to Swerve. Again, turning Blue Wire Studios into his house to open up the show. Amazing interview there. Plenty of interviews to come. Shout out to producer Cole Bebe, who's worked an insane amount of hours this week to make everything yet. happen. Yeah, and it's still going. On behalf of me and Dre, though, we appreciate everyone. And, th- and, and, just, and just as far as the Blue Wire studio, just thank you to everybody who's come through and is still coming through. Uh, this, this weekend has been amazing. A good celebration of wrestling in the Blue Wire studio. Pro wrestling, not I'm, sports entertainment. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we could, we could make this happen. And, uh, we may and, sports entertain you in July. Now we met, we, 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 you know, we're, we're here for it all, baby. We don't we're immediately going to turn to being wizards uh, <laughs> after this week. Yeah. Um, yes. But yes, it's been an amazing time. And uh, obviously there will be more to come as, as, as the weeks go, go on. We have a lot of content that we're filming and it's going to be released on YouTube, on the audio feeds. So check out all that stuff. Yes. Can't wait. Thank you, everyone. We'll keep this short and sweet. Till next time, we're out. Peace. Baby!